What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside he only does everything, Colin Moriarty. Hello. The producer, Nick Scarpino. Hello, everyone. Did you like that one better? That was good. Yeah? Yeah. And then this guy, Tim. Let Tim host. <laughs> Let Tim host, huh? That's Tim. what you're going to say. Here we are, episode two of the Game Over Greggy Show. We Episode one, we said we'd post on Thursdays. Fuck that. We're going to post on Mondays. We're going to keep you on your toes. We lied. Sometimes we say things in the show they don't come true. Sometimes we say everything and it comes true. What Someone is hell? murdering a baby outside. <laughs> the fans are lining up outside the PlayStation home to get a piece of this action. Uh, if you didn't know what happens on the Game Over Gregory show is we post them on Mondays. Each one of us brings a topic to the table and we discuss it for your enjoyment. Sorry. Get back to the arm, arm movement there. Uh-huh. You like that? Yeah. It's really weird with the baby being murdered I outside. A, I think it's a cat. I think it's a cat. That is that not is a cat. A Ever be quiet. Is that a cat speaking? <laughs> is that a cat speaking our language? I stand corrected. That was the English language. <laughs> Did a cat just become self-aware outside? Oh, my uh, goodness. Hello, Nick. So last time we started with Tim. Hello. I see this time we switched. So this way we go the opposite direction. You start us, Nick. Okay. You had Mine's, a topic last time. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to do another either or. Ooh. Married or single? <laughs> <laughs> Some birds weren't meant to be caged, ladies and gentlemen. What's better? What's better to be? Is it better to be in a committed What's relationship better? or is it better at this day and age for someone between 20 and 35? That's roughly our age range. How old are you? Me? Yeah. Uh, pushing 34. Okay. Almost 34. Just, come seeing, January. just seeing where we are in the, the year spectrum and why we're asking this question. Right? Yeah. Is, is, it better, is it better to be single or, or in a committed relationship in general? What's your thoughts? Wouldn't it be in a committed relationship because everybody who's single is trying to get into a relationship? Yeah. Not are everybody they? I are know. They? You got your heartthrobs out there, your friend Mirabella's. They're just out there looking to get Rally. lucky. Just jacking yeah. around. Yeah. Mingling. Jacking around. <laughs> jacking around. <laughs> trying to find a piece term, of strange. Term that, find, there it is. Trying to find a piece of strange. That's right. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's usually better. I mean, like, the thing is... What like, do you like better? You like? Did you like being single when you were single? Yeah, I enjoyed being single when but I was you single. Like, you like being in a committed relationship. Sure, it's great right? having a partner, right? Like, yeah. that's the big part of it. But right? you're not married. No, but he, he eventually lessened the question. I mean, I'm divorced, so I don't even have to... You've already been there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, been being, there, done that. being with someone's great when it's good, and then if it goes bad, that's when it gets really bad. And then you come out of that, and you're single, and you're happy to be single, and you want to mingle and what, be Nick? T- little Timmy Gates. Tim, what's it like being single right now? No, it, is okay, it amazing? Being <laughs> no, I don't like this stories whole thing. from outside I don't the prison like walls. Whole, I don't like this whole single thing, but like you don't like being single. No, I mean I do like being single, but not for the reasons you're implying. Being single is fun. Why do you like being single, Tim? I don't know, just because there's nobody worth being with, and if there was somebody Damn, worth being with, Damn, that's if fucking somebody, dork. When there's someone that I know that's worth being with, I'd want to be with them, and then yeah, let's get married. That's how it works, right? Damn, that's cool. So you just jumped the gun like that. Jumped the gun to marriage. Hey, you know what? What's You're up, worth ladies? being with. You like Macklemore, too. Yeah. Let's get married. Thrift shop. Thrift thing. shop. Yeah. Yeah. Real quick. You know that kid from MasterChef who cried when he, his chicken wasn't cooked enough? Yeah. He was on the Fine Brothers video, Kids React to Gay Marriage. And when he watched the kids get the people get married, and they're like, at the end of the day, asking all these questions, like, you know, whoa, what did you think of this? What did you think? And he's like, it's fine. It's like Macklemore said, and he like and he quoted, quoted the line. Yeah. And I was like, "Damn, yeah. this kid's OG." Yeah. Well, that's the antithesis of OG. If you're if you're quoting that, if guy. you're an OG, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You love Macklemore. You don't like Macklemore? That's I know that one song. I don't thrift shop. Yeah. It's He's got fine. a bunch of other ones. I'm sure he does. I, I don't. I don't listen to him, so I have no judgment on him. One of them. You, I listen like, on, I like you listen to a lot of rap, though. You should listen. To I him. do listen to a lot of rap. Yeah. yeah I, when I was listening, when I. I 
Tim was here, we were doing something, and I was listening to, I, I was listening to, like, I was, what was I listening to, Bun B, or something like that, and you were surprised that I was listening yeah. to, like, such hard you, gangster you, rap. You have <laughs> very interesting tastes in everything. Thank you. Things that I would not think that you would like, you like. I have, I'm, I'm, I was talking to my girlfriend the other day, like, I don't, I really honestly believe this, you'll not find a person with more eclectic musical tastes. You're eclectic in general, though, because I would have pegged you when I first met you as just, like, non-stop just listening to house of pain that's it yeah that's i like it. house of pain house of pain's like fine house that, pain, that, that, that like, one record's amazing. but like earlier today we were driving in the car and you're like oh duran duran yeah i love duran duran i'm a huge if you hey well, i forget what you said new wave i'm about, a huge new wave you were like if you're on the new wave i'm on that wave with you <laughs> <laughs> dude i love new i love new wave i was listening to omd all weekend my girlfriend was getting mad at me that's orchestral maneuvers in the dark in okay. case you're in case you're no, I, I, right. a huge new wave band you guys don't know um yeah, man, you gotta listen to all sorts of music. I like everything, even "Gun for a Mouth" from the Nashville. Soundtrack. Yes, I was gonna say, like, I was, I almost called you out. You're like, I like everything, and I was gonna say country, and then I remembered you love Nashville. You do love the Nashville, just oh, like I do. Don't get me started Nashville. Nashville. Okay, but but to the Scarlet topic, and Avery, you already voiced your I'm vote. You already vo- voiced your vote. What? Your girlfriend got mad at you for listening to music. Well, that sounds like a fucking great existence, huh? <laughs> Living under goddamn prison rule up here. You got snipers if you try to leave the house. No, my girlfriend's great. The the the. You know, like I, I, there's, there's perks to any situation. I think, like where you can choose, right? Like, you can choose to not work, right? And and there's an advantage to that because you can do whatever right. you want, but you can't have money. You know, like right. in a relationship, you know, if you're if you're married, like you, you you have this commitment and this 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 expectation. You go home, you have your wife. You know, you're married. Yeah, you know, I've been there. And then yeah, the expectation that you're gonna come make dumb YouTube videos at our house. Like a but then you, but then you can't you can't <laughs> do whatever soon, you want. Man. You can't not you can't not go <laughs> Only home. Only three you more topics to go through. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's I mean that so that's 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 the heart of it, right? Is I have what I would consider one of the best relationships out of anyone that I know. I love my wife. She doesn't care that I come hang out with you guys whenever I want. She gets it. She gets it. that's that's a part of my life. Um, and she doesn't put crazy expectations on me. Um, but there is always, like I always say, being married is awesome from Sunday to Thursday. Like those days are fantastic. I love the Sunday movie. Like last Sunday, my wife and I just watched old Bond movies all day. And she was cool with that. And that's great. But it's when you go out on Friday and Saturday that you're missing that thing, right? That special, like anything could happen. I'm beholden to no one. Tim, you could wind up in Mexico on Saturday. And Cabo. no one's going to care Almost except did. I'm just going to want to hear the story on Monday morning. And live vicariously through, you know. The stories you're you. not going to get. Exactly. Yeah, probably not. So, I mean, that's that's just... But that's, you lived those stories. You don't need them again. I did. I did. And that's, and that's, and that's you know, a message I would say to anyone that's, that's listening that is younger, con- contemplating a committed relationship. There is no such thing as so- sowing your wild oats. You never get beyond... Yeah! I, I, damn it. I tried, to, I tried to go literally <laughs> the entire podcast last time without saying the word, that word. But I, I don't think that you ever get... To a point where, like, I've heard people say, "I've had my fun when I get married," and I think that's just a, that's a really horrible thing to say. Why yeah, would you want to say that, right? So, my wife and I, I have more fun with my wife than I've had in forever because we just don't think about it. It's not that kind of fun. No, it's not that dirty kind of fun. Well, some of it's that dirty kind of fun. Yeah, let's be honest. Give me a high five, too. But I do miss that. I do miss a time in my life, and this is something, that, by the way, that my wife and I talk about a lot. Where we're like, we do miss those 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 crazy times when you were single. Because do you ever do? That do was, you ever have a hall pass? Uh, I don't get a hall pass. I saw a no. documentary about this once. Yeah, it was with Owen Wilson, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we talk about we talk about our fears of just being together forever and what that 
sort of entails. <laughs> is that a nice way? Is that a nice way to say that? Is that terrible? We talk about our fear of being together forever. Isn't that what the ring is for? Isn't that what it's all about? No, I mean, you know, you you, you want to be with someone, but you don't know what you're gonna want 10, 20 years from now. Wings. Well, I know you're gonna want that. You never know. You might develop an allergy to salt. I bullet to the brain. So <laughs> you wouldn't be able to eat anything. You'd have you to eat like water. butter lettuce yeah. and I like butter lettuce and coconuts or some shit. <laughs> I've been hanging out with you way too much because the first thing I was gonna say was butter lettuce. Greg loves why. butter I lettuce. I love butter lettuce. Greg I buy it by the head. Butter lettuce. The one when you buy the ones with that are, you can see the the uh, the roots. Do you buy that one? No, I don't buy the ones with the roots still in it. But I, I don't buy even know what butter lettuce is. It's a really delicious type of lettuce. Not, well, if as you far as lettuce, you know. go. Greg just likes it because it has the word butter in it. I do not. That is not the only reason. It's, I like it because it tastes delicious, and I can imagine little pieces of butter in it. <laughs> but I digress. Um, that's, that's that's the only thing I think of. I think that. I look at you guys. I look at the guys that go out, and I have other friends who are married now and go, the reason, oh, you hang out with those young guys. And I'm like, yeah, they keep me young for one. They keep me on my toes. And I do enjoy hearing the stories of you guys going out and doing crazy things. There is it's something nice. vicarious about it. It's no very doubt. vicarious. No doubt about it. Um, and you do miss that. You will miss that when you do you're get committed on some level, especially when you've had you're them. You're like, oh, I don't know. T- Tim's only five years younger than me, but I feel like he's even younger than that. Well, you grew up in the hard streets of the island. Yeah, no doubt. The island is over here. Tim grew up in the hard streets of Daly City. Exactly. Mm. SF. SF. I grew up in SF. I'm in Daly City now. You're a West Coast happy about that. sissy. What's no funny problem. is you come out. You come you out. Never, you've never been you tested. You talk hard. So Tim, Tim Gettys talks hard. And he wears right, he ugly like, sweatshirts. He wears awesome sweatshirts. He's in, he's style. super into gangster rap. I'm not into gangster rap. He's at really all. about the streets. No, he's really about tagging. He's, he's about the trilogy and shit. Tagging, tagging, and getting out there and like fighting for your turf and holding down your corner. Mm-hmm. You know, basically, if you've seen The Wire, that's Tim. He's not the cop. He's the other guys that are selling the crack. Makes sense. Um, but yet he went to the middle school in my neighborhood, which is like the whitest. The Asianist, not the San whitest. Francisco. It's super white now. No, it's not. No, it's not. The Marina? Yeah. Oh, my God. Everyone around there Marina is super white. That's dude. super white. The Marina Middle School is super Asian. It's like 80% is Chinese. It? Yeah. I can just imagine that's why. I mean, you're in the sunset right now. You're This is Asian HQ. Yeah, and they all go there for school because they don't want to go to Presidio or Roosevelt because they suck. Why did you say they wow. like that? That sounded they, You're a racist. That live here. Racist. You're a racist. racist. They want them to go to good schools, guys. Racist. Yeah, there's no good schools in the sunset. I know, there's right. that one like creepy-ass sunset like, school Hoover? over there. No one wants to go to Hoover. Yeah. Greg, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Because you are divorced. Right. Which is something that surprised first of the First from the table to be divorced. Probably not the last. last. Probably not the last. <laughs> it's at least speaking in California. 50, 50. Um, will you get married again? Oh, yeah. You think so? Big time. Really? Yeah. yeah. You liked it. Yeah, marriage is great. It. Marriage I is fun. That. Yeah, having a partner is cool. Having someone you know you can rely on. But you have great. a partner right now. Yeah, I know. And yeah. I know I can rely on her. She's great. But you're going to so you're gonna marry her? Yeah, well, that's not going to hit herself. Oh, okay. We'll see how the cards go. It's okay. one of those things I think now that we, I, you know, bur- fool me once, shame on you. you fool me twice, shame <laughs> on me. That's how the like, you goes. know what I mean? Like, it's one of those, like, I will, I'll look a little more into it as far as like that. That's the only thing. Like, I, I have no plans to not be with Steimer anytime soon. You know what I mean? I'll probably exactly. have the fact that he refers to her by her last name still. Yeah. That's how we do it. We're military <laughs> rank and well, See, that's going to be weird. Like, you call her Miller later? Uh, no. You guys get married. I call her no, Christine see, a lot, too. Um, Just in, in casual conversation. What's fun about that, Tim, is they don't actually have to change their last names as proof. They do my wife. want to be with me. Oh, really? Yeah. She didn't change Well, yeah, name. if you're one of these new wave pussy-ass husbands. I would marry you just for your last you name. You can change your name to Scarpino. Man. I'm fine with that. Adopt him. Adopt him. 
I tried to adopt him. Yeah. Apparently, there's a law against adopting someone who's 24 years old. <laughs> I was trying to write him off of my taxes too. We we're spending a lot of time. Together. No, but he's I mean, your dependent. You raise he's a, my dependent. Yeah. You raise a good point, Colin. That me and Christine talk every so often about marriage, but it's not like something either of us are like super like. Yeah, let's go do that. But like we all, we talk more about like, but we bought this TV together. We're gonna be together long, as long as that TV's together. I'll tell you it, what, that's a good ass TV. You have like Kramer, TV. like Kramer, did, or or like uh, Newman in the Seinfeld episode decided to cut the bike in half when, yeah. when they couldn't decide if it was uh, Kramer's or Solomon. Elaine's. It was uh, Solomon, Wisdom of Solomon thing. Yeah. There. That's what that was. Yeah. I, I got there in the end. Yeah. How you guys doing? Know that about. You know that about. Well, that's interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna get married. I like being I like being coupled up. I like I like I like having a partner. Especially I, just, I don't know why like, you wouldn't, unless you're like one of those people that just want, you know. Get a piece of strange, piece of strange every, every weekend, like yeah. just going out How many doing times that. Have you used that term since you heard me say it? A million. I love that. Was it. last it was week, so right? Good. Isn't that last time we did well, the show? We found it like two weeks ago, but ever since, any chance I get? Piece of strange. I, I thought so I was with you when you learned about it. Was, it was strange. here, but we didn't do the podcast that week. It was some other stuff. Oh, yeah. what conversation, Colin? Gregways? Yeah, you, you, you can out you every, can name drop the other shows on this channel. Week, every day of the week, nerdy conversations. Yeah. Yeah, like who wouldn't want to be with somebody unless you, you're one of those people that don't want to be with somebody. See, I don't – like you're talking about Thursday through Sunday or whatever. No, Sunday through Thursday. I like it on Friday when it's just like we come home and it's just like, guess what? I'm tired. I'm old. It's so whenever it's, Damon Hatfield used to do these the Monster Zero shows and these Damon shows. Yeah, it's thing. too hard. He comes out like, all right, we're going to go party on Friday. I'm like, fuck, man, I am old. You're, yeah. you're, do, you're well, starting your DJ set at 10 o'clock on a Friday? Sorry, sir. I'm going to bed. Yeah, so I mean that's that's – Sometimes, ninety percent of the time, that's how I am. Right? Yeah. I want to go home on Friday night. I want to get something good to eat. A burrito. Usually, generally a burrito. The same place. Um, usually, the, I have three places I go to. Does other those places in the marina? There's, there's a delivery place, place now too, right? The pe- a place that delivers. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's La Canasta in the marina. It's the bomb. God, delivery. Also, now you're off. You're off good. carbs and shit, right? Uh, no, I'm back on carbs. That yeah, that'd be a whole other subject. Yeah, get some bread over here. Try to do the low carb diet. I used, I lost a lot oh, of weight on Atkins originally doing a low carb diet, which I recommend Atkins, but only in short. Short, 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 brief. Like a day, 36 hours? Kind of no, I mean, it's a phenomenal diet. It's just not very healthy for you and anyone who is going to do it. I, you look up the you know technicalities behind it because it's, it's, it's harsh on your body. Uh, but What's I did it, it again. What's this, it do to your body? Make you poop weird? You, uh, well, yeah, there's that because you have a lot of fiber. So you got to have fiber supplements. But also you just lose. Um, you, I, I lost a lot of energy where I was like I couldn't process information. My brain wasn't working as much as I wanted it to. Um, and I was actually going through what felt like withdrawal symptoms from carbohydrates, which is like, it's silly to say, but like, if you don't give your body the thing that it generally uses to burn, for yeah, your body would want that, your body wants that. Yeah. And you start shaking a little bit and I couldn't focus in meetings and I wouldn't, I didn't have my, uh, cause you're so focused in meetings every <laughs> other time. I'll focus on the blog that I'm reading on my phone. Number <laughs> <laughs> four, I'm trying to post on, I can't remember my login cause I have 3000 passwords for everything. That's so goddamn annoying. Um, are we close to the retina technology yet where that can just be my password for everything? Can we just all agree that none of our information is private and or worth guarding anymore and just move on with – we don't need passwords anymore? I love it when you go to these dumb sites, like roost your teeth, and they're like, oh, it's got to have an uppercase letter and a lowercase. Yeah, and a period. It's, it's like, motherfucker, I'm just here to call Barb Sucky. Too. They're asking for like, you need at least this many characters. They can't repeat. You also need a number. You also need a symbol. Sacrifice the blood of a virgin. Right. It's just like yeah, – like Virgin blood. Also don't the virgin blood is actually the easier thing to figure out. Yeah. Just go to Tim. <laughs> I well, at work, I, at work, that's the thing is like we, you know, we have a lot of these like uh, not proprietary, but think like you know like our expenses and our right. and yeah, like and rough, I can't man. remember any of these passwords. I literally every time every I time. log in, I every reset time. the password. Every yeah, every password. time that's how it works. I think it's every, and it's like literally every other week. Drucker tweeted something along the lines of like, 
my my password for most sites is the I forgot my password link. <laughs> just the easiest way. Like, yeah, you come in there. It, it would be easier, I was thinking, I have passwords I just shuffle around. It'd be easier if they said, enter your password, and then parentheses, it needs to be this long and yep. have a period and a number. Like, okay, great. Now I know which one I'm using. Yeah. Fucking A. F and A, Colin. So marriage, yeah. So marriage. I, ultimately, look, it boils down to this. I love my wife. I, How long have you been married now? Uh, a couple, almost a couple years now. No, well, just barely a year. <laughs> it seems like so much longer, so much longer. I just remember this I had turn it out very good. We had our, no, we oh, had our, no way. It's been longer we, than just, a year. No, we've been together for like six years. No, not the togetherness. You've been married longer than a year. We got married in August, August thirtieth. It's about a year and some change. A year okay. and three months. Okay. I was gonna say if it was a year and like we weren't invited, fuck you. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> August. I'll let you slide on. That's fine. I didn't um, know you. I was still looking for a tie root replacement. You were. You fun. were. Yeah, you got me. Shorter, squattier, less hair. More fun. You eat. You eat pizza. I do eat pizza. Tyre uh, want like a goddamn hummus platter or some shit. Boy, I used. So I used to live with Tyre. You know. Yeah, right? that was terrible. There were times in my life where I was like, "Why does the mail need to be in the freezer?" <laughs> you know, Tyre is that so where it belongs? Tyre, I think it's at. Ty- is it at Tyre? Who's yeah, that's it. That's right. At Tyre, tweet at him. Ask me questions. See what peace. happens. God bless Tyre. Yeah, he's a good dude. Oh, I love Ty. I hung out at Damon's party with him all night because he came not in costume, so he was sort of ostracized. He ostracized himself. He was like, I didn't put my costume. I tore it. Yeah. And I asked him every time I asked him biceps. Every time I asked him what happened to his costume, it changed. The story changed. At one point, it just like. At one point, he literally, and we were drunk, by the way, so when Tyra gets drunk, his stories get ridiculous, but he legitimately said that it just tore apart of its own volition. Like, it just... <laughs> it just it spontaneously just gravitated away what from his body. What was it? Did he say what he was? He was Ryu from Street Fighter. So he said. I don't know. I didn't see the costume. Uh, but it he said the night before, apart. it just completely... As if he took that one final step, and the whole thing just... all It couldn't hold itself together and just fell off of his beautiful body with his great abs. I mean, it makes sense. He's a good it looking dude. He's, He's a great looking dude. My favorite thing about Ty Root, now he doesn't have this car anymore, but on this old car, big 311 sticker on the back of it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I can't, I don't even remember Ty Root having a car. Funny story about that. So I was like, Ty Root, you really big fan of 311, right? He's like, huge fan. Huge. He kept that going for like three years. I was like, dude, the guy who should play some 311. He, that sticker was on the car when he bought it. Yeah, we, he was we, not a fan of 311. Yeah, he we just, awesome. he just was fucking with us the entire time. Well, yeah, yeah, well, because he knows that 311 is like my favorite band or whatever, and and uh, he had seen them live or whatever, like when he was younger. Like, I'm not saying he's not a fan of them. No, no, but no, he's I, not a big enough fan to have put. No, no, I, I, no, no, I know, I know, but his rear window. But I remember having conversations <laughs> with him, like, "What's your favorite record and stuff?" And he would talk about like the records that I imagine he listened to when he was younger when they were good or whatever. So I was like, "Okay, you yeah. were, you were, you were a casual, an fan. OG fan." Yeah, yeah, that's okay. That's okay. He's a great guy. Great. Better looking than almost anyone I've ever met. So Brendan Ayub, Adonis, he was calling a Brendan Ayub used to call him a cartoon pilot. That's what he yep. looks like. That's a great idea. Like from Wings. One. Like when you draw. Oh, when they I, was draw sure. I was gonna, I was getting ready to transition. Where we're going to talk about Wings. <laughs> oh, Tim <laughs> Daly, <laughs> Nantucket. Yeah, I used to love that show. Tony Shalhoub on that show. Yeah, the Taxi Driver. So good. Yeah, not as good as he was so a good. monk, but pretty Thomas good. Thomas Hayden Church. Thomas Whoa. Hayden Church, fantastic. Roy, whoever he was, he never went to. He never did anything again. That's his name. The, the no, Roy? that was his character oh. name. Oh yeah, the big fat guy. He was the guy from the competing airline. Yeah, yeah. but he was their friend too. Yeah. Everybody all him. sounds made up. I don't believe any of it exists. Wings, Tim. Yeah. If Wings? I if I if I can, I mean, back in the day, TV shows could be on with just paper thin 
premises, and nobody on the show could be attractive. Uh-huh. You didn't ha- like remember that? Like there the, was one person on Wings that was attractive. The, the blonde chick that their brothers used to fight over. Right? No, they yeah. did, but she wasn't that hot. I mean, if you, I'll bring, I I'm gonna pull up photos of her right now. And I, I do remember this. She I is know. not that attractive. No offense to her. I'm sure she's watching. I know. Yeah, I'm sure she's just waiting with bated breath the next game over Greggy episode to go on the YouTube's. Um, case you're a point, partner in this channel, and you struggled through every word. Of I've that never sentence. said it before. That's the first time I've said it in public. Um, case in point, you guys love Cheers, right? I remember yes. you guys talking about specific about Cheers. Christy Alley was actually. I'm, I'm gonna take back. Christy Alley was hot. Say. She was hot. Yeah, she was yeah, really she was hot. Alley was hot. But. What's her name? Shelly Long was not hot. <laughs> no, she wasn't. They she replaced. Was they replaced. They replaced, they replaced right, the hotness yeah. of Christy Alley with Shelly Long. So you? Oh no! No, no, no! That was, was the other way around. So that was the hot. other way around. Yeah, you're crazy. dude. Shelly Long then Christy Alley. Was it Shelly Long then Christy Alley? Yeah. Okay, my bad. Anyways, no, is this she girl was hot? Yes. She had that '80s bangs. The I mean, '80s she, bangs. She's were '80s hot. Yeah, she's hot as hell, dude. Now, what if I told you she's the hot. show was in the 90s and not the 80s? Then that's... I mean, dude, show her a picture of her now, because I saw that the picture of her now on IMDb, and she looks good. Oh, Kristen Bernard. That's my jam. Look in here. I mean, that's a, a bad I'll, picture. I'll admit, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. She's more attractive than I remember. That, show that picture. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're really more attractive than I thought you than I remember her. Here. You want to say the name so right. people at home can do She's all right. She's all right. I mean, Crystal Bernard. Crystal Bernard is her name. Is she? Was she? Could She's she? No, Shelley. I Wong. don't think. I don't think the cast of this. I almost said Shelley Duvall, which would have been really not. Shelley I'm just Duvall saying side. that's. Yeah, well, that's actually a good cast photo. Yeah, maybe I was hot. I'm just young Greg, and stupid. I guess she was hot. She's she not. Wasn't your... She's not. I don't think she's that great in the final. Season. She was hot too. Oh man. Yeah, John she's Ritter's still wife. good looking. John Ritter's yeah. wife is amazing. Wait, so was Shelley Long? John Ritter. Th- was she a thing? Because I just know yeah. her as like the mom in every shitty show. Like she's the stereotypical mom character. She was in the, the bad sitcoms that only ran like. She was the episodes. antithesis in personality to Christie Alley's character on Cheers. So when she left the show, which I don't know why she left the show, she left the show to go be a big movie star. Okay, uh, Christie Alley didn't work out. Christie Alley, who I believe did not do the next Star Trek movie because she was doing Cheers, because um, she was in Star Trek Two: Wrath of Khan. Christie Alley was. Yeah, she played. Uh, she played the Vulcan. Yeah, Shelley Long just ended up in like. Yeah, it did not work out. It did not work out. It did not work out for Shelley Long. She made the bad move there. I think it's widely regarded as a big failure. Leaving Cheers. Yeah, I I mean it's hard, right? You you hear those stories about back in the day when, you know, you have guys like, uh, you got guys like Tom Selleck being offered roles to play Indiana Jones in a new Steven Spielberg movie called Raiders of the Lost Ark, and he goes, "Nah, I can't get out of my contract for Magnum PI," so, you know, that basically. He's done with movies forever. Like he didn't really have a great movie career, but he was Magnum PI. Mm-hmm. So it's hard not to take that risk. I mean, you have agents. That... Would you like? Would you like some Amy Weisbeck trivia? Sure. Amy Weisbeck being the attractive, oh, the so super hot looking. redhead who's so married looking. to John Ritter. Way Still hot. good looking. Way hot. Way. Oh yeah, yeah. Married like, to John Ritter. He's passed away. All right, you ready? He did. Which book? The month of September is related to all the members of her family. Amy was born on the twelfth. Her husband was born on the seventeenth and died on the eleventh. Her daughter was born on the 11th. Amy was married on the 18th. There you, there go. you go. Wings. The, Boom. The biggest example of the of the failed... Wings. The, the biggest example of the failed leap was... Do you guys... Tim won't remember this, but we can we can fill him in. <laughs> Older. You guys know the Hogan family. Oh, yes. The Hogan family. The Hogan family was once called... Wait, are you talking Paul Hogan from Crocodile Dundee? No. Or Hulk Hogan? No, the, the, Miller no. Boy at, the Miller Boyette sitcom, the Hogan family. About the pilot? No idea what you're talking about. It was it, what? 
You don't know the Hogan family? Bring up a picture. Maybe yeah. that'll spark a memory. So, so the Hogan memory. family started the Hogan family. About, uh, uh, in a show called Valerie. You guys, you and I, we all grew up. Oh, man, that was going to be my other topic. Ugh, I remember what my real topic was going to be. Bring this up the Hogan family, matter. Greg. I got it. I'm on it. You guys lived in an alternate universe to me. What? Okay. Because you guys were all about Boy Meets World. It's all about when I was all about thing. Saved by the Bell and like Beverly Hills 90210. This is the you don't remember Jason Bateman's yeah, you breakout. Remember, how role. do you not remember this show? It's it's Mrs. Pool. Yeah, first of all, Mrs. Pool is one of the iconic characters in sitcom history. Which one's Mrs. The redhead, the fat redhead. <laughs> no, she was also the bad neighbor in Small she Wonder. Was on Facts of Life. Wasn't she? No. Oh my God, Nick. No, that's she the wrong Mrs. woman. No, no, that wasn't Mrs. Garrett. Oh, oh sorry. my God. <laughs> she was in Fast Day Off. She was yeah, there. Yeah, she was in Right. Yeah, that yeah. is one hundred percent correct. Yes. But I don't remember the show at all, and so, I, I'm sure I watched it. So, it so Sam, all right. So here's the story. All Valerie. The Alf. Valerie was a show. Valerie Harper. Right. right. I know Valerie. All right. So Valerie Harper thought she was big shit, and she left the show to go do her own thing, which right. failed. And they remade. They brought in Sandy Duncan. Who is like a famous actress okay. to fill in? Yeah, and like it was like this... one season too, wasn't it? Something ridiculous. Yeah, like, like she that? did one season of Valerie and left. Sandy Duncan what? came in and was the and was the left. aunt of these children whose dad was a pilot, airline pilot. Yeah, that was never there. It took place in Chicago. I'm, just, I'm telling I'm you, bro. Serious. I know I've That's watched the, the show. Right I'm just not. I'm blanking on it. It's got That's one of Valerie. No, this is Sandy Duncan. Bring up. Uh, I gotta They're go back calling it all this. Valerie for some reason, but yeah, it, it was only Valerie until eighty-one. But yeah, that's crazy. Oh, through the years, remember that was their song, their sound. Through the years, wow. Yeah, I, I haven't thought about the Hogan family in quite some time. Wow, I, I'm literally blanking. Life on all is this. such a sweet insanity. Oh, take the me more back, you learn, the less you know. Yeah, that's that's the fucking hot shit. That's when yeah, that's when really songs. Nice singing voice. That's when songs took you and I ninety. Duet together they, someday. Yeah, we should. That's when songs took ninety okay. seconds. Remember, like it was. Oh, it that wasn't when, this instant. No, that was when culture this, we live in, where you got to write what you wanted. Yeah, you can't like nowadays. You got to do. Small you got to do everything within the first five seconds of seeing anything, or otherwise you'd lose. I mean, let's take this. Let's not take this for granted Small that Mrs. Poole in the Hogan family was running concurrently with Small Wonder. Mm. She was the annoying neighbor mm. in every fucking show <laughs> in the she late. She had 80s. a great career in the late. And did she 90s. not? Did Mrs. Poole not? Jump? What is her name? What is her the actress's name? Edie Clure or something like oh, that. Oh, okay, yeah. right. Something like that, yeah. Edie McClure? Yeah, Edie McClure. Edie McClure. So, Bonnie Brindle. You've seen her a billion times. She's amazing. If I ever got a chance to hang out with now, her. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, though, about this. Okay. Was she not in Step by Step as well? She was in Step by Step, I believe, yeah. Well, I can just click on her. I'm right here. I, I don't remember on. her being in Step by Step. I believe she was Duffy in show? Step by Step as one of the neighbors. That's the step, That's the Patrick Duffy show? Yeah. Yeah. Patrick and Duffy. Suzanne Summers. Yeah. yeah. Boy, Suzanne Summers. You remember that show? No. You remember I mean, Oh, my God. Was that? No, that's not where Urkel came from, right? No, Urkel's uh, Family, Family Matters. Matters. But then he had his own show, right? No. What was the spinoff of Family Matters? Fa- something spun off to be Family Matters. Yeah. yeah was, it was, uh, it was, it was uh, my, two per- uh, perfect strangers. Yeah. The maid was uh, the mom. No, the mom was the elevator oh, operator was... at the newspaper. Oh, my God. See, that was back in the day when, like, Tim, this, I know this is going to blow your mind. But back in the day, there was not this thing called the internet. There was not this thing called... Cable television wasn't very prevalent, and phones still had cords that had to be attached to walls. And there was only like six channels or seven channels of network television that you could access, have access to at any given time. You didn't get to pick. There's no such thing as video on demand. Whatever was on was on. So you were forced to watch these shows. Everyone watched Small Wonder. Alf blew my fucking mind. Right? No, see, I, I get, like, that was I get this, but 
Not those shows. No. Well, you were too young, though. You didn't watch. But those. spinoffs. But spinoffs were the spinoffs were, and that, that was my point of that. Yeah. Spinoffs were just natural. They were just like like because Cheers. You, Everyone had a spinoff at Cheers. Right. And all of them failed except Frasier, which then became even almost arguably. We are here the blues are uh, almost as big. Almost as big. But like, yeah, like the, the the perfect strangers to to uh, uh, Family Matters spinoff is weird. The Golden Girls to Empty Nest spinoff That's really weird. was weird. Who was that with? So Empty Nest, well, you know Golden Girls, which is still one of yeah. the great shows. Love of all it. Time. My wife literally. Empty Nest is about the pediatrician that lives down the street from the Golden Girls. <gasps> no. And they, after like two episodes, he was in randomly. They spun it into its own show about his family, which wow. lasted like four seasons. Then they spun Golden Girls That's into the Golden tall, Palace. The tall guy, right? Yeah, like the tall, tall older Elliot dude with that Ness. very, that very, very deep that, baritone that, yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elliot Ness is not the right. That was his character name? Is that right? Elliot Ness is definitely not the name of the actor or the character on the show. <laughs> Isn't Elliot Ness like he a was, criminal or something? No, he was an FBI agent. Yeah, oh, okay. Famously made famous by the You're movie. all about to eat your words because I'm going to go the crack, this, crack this one. No, I want to know that guy's, that guy's name because he was in How a lot of stuff. How the fuck did we get from marriage to empty nest? There you go. His name is Richard Mulligan. Richard His Mulligan. character name was Dr. Harry, Harry Weston. Weston. <laughs> Harry Weston. He was in something really, really big. A big show. It wasn't Empty Nest. It, it wasn't was Empty Nest. That. So look up. Yeah, you got to look up his. Soap. Soap. Oliver and was Company. amazing. Uh, Oliver and Company? Yeah. That's hey, awesome. Arnold. Hey, fucking Arnold. Who he was he one guy. Arnold? He was Jimmy Kafta. Yeah, Kafka. he's probably like a big character. He but. died in 2000. According to this, go the other way. Look up. Oh, he's in Babes in Toyland. Look at that picture of him. Yeah, that's insane stuff. Fucking love Babes in Toyland. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want Um, me to look at? I don't know. Should we move on, Greg? What's your topic, Greg? What's your topic? He was Exini in Star Trek: Judgment Rights, a video game in 1993. Oh. All right, my topic is one you might have seen in the news. Do you see see these skydivers almost die? No. No. So these skydivers are are getting ready to skydive, Colin. They got two planes. They all, they're all wearing GoPros like a bunch of idiots because they're skydiving like a bunch of idiots. One plane's down here. The other plane's up here. This plane comes in and crashes into the top of this plane and then sets it on fire. It explodes. Everyone jumps out of all of the planes except for the one who lands this plane. And everybody survives. Wow. And it's all on GoPro, GoPro. camera. Yeah. It's all out there. It's up in Wisconsin. That's unbelievable. Everyone survives. The one guy who, who's – I think the guy whose plane came down and hit the other plane, he ends up landing and being all right, but – yeah, everybody got out. They won't, even the pilot of the first plane got out and had, had a parachute. He had his emergency parachute, his little red one. It's just crazy. So my questions here are, are many a fold. Would any of us here skydive? Have we skydived? I would one hundred percent. Yeah, I would skydive. I, would skydive. I want to. See, I used, so to, I used to say this bullshit all the time, and then somebody came into up at noon one day. We finished the episode. Thank you for over. that the other way. He's like, eh, I appreciate it's, that. It's fine. Me and Colin blow burps in each other's face for fun. <laughs> he comes up and he's like, hey, you know, if you ever want to come shoot something for up at noon, I'm a skydiver. I'm an instructor. I can get you up. And I go, great. Nope. Yeah. And it was one of those for my entire life when skydiving wasn't an immediate possibility. I was like, totally. I'll do that. That sounds awesome. Yada, yada. I'd be like, Superman. Yada, yada. And as soon as it was presented, knee jerk, blank mind reaction, no fucking way. Why? Because I don't want to. <laughs> it sounds so fun. Yeah, it does. What if it? I mean, it's not even the. It's not even the thing of death. I think you have to do this now. It's yeah. not even death that scares me. It's just that I, I. It seems like I'd be sick to my stomach. I wouldn't want to do that. See, I here's get the thing. It, sick. To me, I, I have this theory that like people are scared of roller coasters. I don't get that. Yeah. If there's people waiting in line to go on this thing, it's fine. Like, yeah, you could die. You could die doing anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, if you're if people pay to skydive and like there's like you have to be all trained and there's all this like there's rules and stuff. If that institution exists, you're fine. Yeah, but again, but that's not. The, see, I don't like roller coasters for the same reason. I just get, I get you know, sick to my stomach. Again. it's safer like to 
skydive than it is to do. Um, I'm, yeah, Go ahead. Lay this out. This is this when they always do the whole thing. It's, like it's, safe, it's, it's, it's safer to drive a car than it is to – or safer to fly in a plane than it is to drive a but car. But that's just you – know, Yeah, see, but that, I guarantee both of those are safer than skydiving. I hate, just put that out there. I hate that argument. Superman uses that all the time too, statistically speaking. Better to you know be in a plane than a car. And there's not as many planes in the air as there are Superman cars. Superman says that. Yeah, in the movie. He Superman does. In the movie. Jesus Christ. Twice actually. <laughs> good movie. Oh yeah, yeah in the Superman. Returns. Really good film. But there's not as many. There's not as many ca- planes in the sky as there are cars on the road. That's true. But I think any it, moron can drive a car. There's not as many people skydiving as there are cars in the road. Well, the one thing that sometimes will get me on a plane when I'm thinking about it is like the one day that I know air traffic control is going to fuck up and run two planes into each other. That's and definitely like, going to be on your and, watch, and, too. And, you're going to live through it, though. No way. Yeah, well, now it's going to happen now that I'm allowed to play on PVS Vita before like, oh, that was so do it. Well, yeah. so here's the thing that I, and I, I think I told Cheryl this. That's um, his girlfriend. That's my girlfriend. That it, And it's kind of a dark thing because we fly a lot. We fly all fly over the world. And I told her, like, being in a plane crash or being, like, in a, like, in a situation where your plane's crashing is probably fucking horrific, like, horrifying. Yeah. But there's got to be a moment of clarity when that's happening to you being, like, I can't believe that this is actually happening. Mathematically, this is so improbable. Yeah, and I can't, like, it's almost like, you can't, think, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't I think prepare I for something like that. Every day, every time I go on a plane flight, which is, arguably is not as much as it used to be because I make Tim go everywhere now um, for all those trips. He's What's it going to be like when his blood's on your hands? Oh, I'll be fine. I won't, I won't think of it mostly. Who are we going to get to fill in for Tim on this show? We'll get Mike Cora. Oh, Mike Cora. <laughs> <laughs> um, or Ty. Ty would be fun too. He'll give some awesome dating advice. Um, Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> Sounds like another podcast you can get somewhere what? else. <laughs> Super knocking boot. But every time I go on a plane ride, I think you know, statistically speaking, take off, take like takeoffs, yes, and landings. That's what they call them. Yeah. Are the most dangerous, right? That's where most accidents happen or incidents happen when it comes to plane flights. So I think to myself, right as we take off, and then we level out. I'm like, that's the closest I'm coming to death all week. Wow. And once that's over, I'm like, whatever. I mean, there's that one moment where you have to go. You're like, am I going to be control freak and try to, and or just let go? And I always just go, oh, let go. And See, to me, that moment ride. is always when the lights start flashing randomly because that happens every flight. There's always that one time where it's like, that's when they reset the power. Goes, like, why do they do that? Like, that's not that's fucked up to people. Like, I can handle it. I don't really care. But some of the people next to me, I'm just looking out for them. I'm not scared. I think you're, you're a real dude, humanitarian. Dude, what's, really what's crazy a, about San Francisco like specifically is you come in hot in San Francisco. Right. Like, real hot. like you, like, have you been, have you, have you ever sat next to someone who's never flown into San Francisco Every before? fucking plane ride it's I'm on, amazing. someone around me asks you if we're making an emergency landing. Because it looks like you're landing in the water. In the water, you know? and then yeah. you yeah. make it that. And it's always like, and it's gap. always like this until like the last second because the, the, the wind is like fucking yeah, going crazy. And then suddenly it just evens out. Yeah, but you're coming in hot in San Francisco. There's no other place I've ever landed that's like that. Oh, Vegas. I went to Vegas once, and it was terrible like that. We were coming in. It was something about the way that temperature was changing from it that you were – that was the worst turbulence I've ever had. I have been on a plane, though, one, like one time down to L.A. where I was like, holy shit. Where, like, the, the plane definitely, like, lost – like, oh, like an unusual when you amount just, of for no reason you yeah, drop like, like 70 like, feet and you're like whoa yeah it felt, it felt like we dropped like literally it was like it was more than like one it was like you know it was like one like that, that whole like yeah time it wasn't just like a you know it was like holy shit like I <laughs> I remember being like disturbed after that flight like I can't believe that that just like that's not normal it was just an air pocket but that What's was like that? just not normal what what like percentage of those happening do you think the pilots are like we're cool versus Fuck, we almost died. Like, if we hadn't have just done that one cool avionic thing to save all these people's lives, they'd all be dead right now. 
How, how do you think you've been on a plane when that's happened? No, I don't think so. No, you my think mom, that it's just normally good. My mother that's used okay. to tell me this story. So my mom used to work for an airline. Um, she was like uh, in charge of flight attendants, and uh, a Delta affiliate in New England for like many years. Mm-hmm. And she, she used sounds to, like wings. And she used to, um, yeah, it was in it was near Nantucket, <laughs> and uh, she used to tell a story like stories about how like pilots say, and it's true, like just in terms of aerodynamics, that once planes are in the air, they want to stay in the air. Like you have to actually try to get them to go down you know like it mm-hmm. like the plane you know as long as there's an engine and pro- like it's being propelled like it's not natural for the plane to just fall out of the sky both of its wings right well yeah exactly <laughs> because something a plane is flying because of the the the, the speed in which the air goes over the wing and under the wing yeah, and the yeah. minor difference between them that's why something lifts well, so that's the thing like when you run a gas in a plane like they tell us things they'll glide for like an hour just trying to figure out what they can do so yeah, like that. Once she told me that, like when I was a little kid, because I used to fly all the time, because we used to fly for free, she would like we'd get, I'd get a little scared. And she'd be like, "The plane like wants to stay in the air," and it's 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 true, you know, it's like mm-hmm. a duck to water. You it's like mean? a duck to water, or a duck to the just... air. Sure, ducks want to stay in the air. Ah, this <laughs> <legal> duck <laughs> making his move. What do you got for me, Tim? Topics? No. Anything else on this no. matter? You done? No more wing talk. Wait, I mean. Hold on, what was the original topic for this one? The skydiving. Yeah, skydiving. Oh, well, let's go skydiving. We uh, should. We should all go skydiving. And that. we should all tie ourselves to each other. And you want to tie it? That is going to be a great I don't know that let us do that first time out. That seems like some advanced shit. Yeah. But you I'm have to. You can it. jump by yourself. Here's, here's the other the question to this one. Is how quickly... No. Uh, no, of course not. I watched I all the GoPro footage, right? I wouldn't want to dive by myself. I would. And when the plane that lands comes down everybody's super excited everybody's super excited they all lived how fast do you think you go from the relief of living through this that everyone got out alive to what the fuck were you doing why have you fucked this up what were you thinking I would be hot I would want to know immediately what happened because I have that flip Tim saying I have that flip the switch like just temper where I would just be like furious flames coming out of the side of my head what the shit like who fucked up what happened but I don't know. I'd like to believe that I'd be level-headed in the situation and think and, and, and try to figure out what... There must have been a problem, right? Yeah. But it could have just been someone not paying attention. The other is, crazy thing is that the fact that the plane crashed. There's <laughs> Everybody bailed out, but there was still flaming wreckage raining towards the earth in Wisconsin. What happened? Did they ever figure out what happened? I don't know. I didn't read that much. You just saw pictures. The news story... I, I watched I watched one of the news videos, and I don't think it ever talked about what happened. Wait, but did that. they release the GoPro videos? Oh, yeah. Good. NBC News paid a hundred thousand dollars to get it all. Awesome. That's why I got you. Got to go pro everything. Yeah. You don't know when that's going to be worth a hundred k. See, now this is the other thing I was thinking. You though. think you get more than that? You, speaking of nine eleven, speaking of uh, airplane problems and San Francisco, that plane that you know bought, hit the yeah. ground and exploded out, or not exploded, but hit and lost its mm. tail and everything went crazy. There was I. There, I remember when as soon as it happened, that guy put up the video immediately, like the photo of it on the ground or whatever that got viral right away. And then like a day later. Uh, a video from like across the bay somebody was doing it that got out but it was like only to CNN or whatever mm-hmm. would, if this happened and you witnessed one of these disasters you were a part of it would you immediately YouTube it or would you wait and try to sell it I would immediately YouTube it yeah everyone else should try to sell what it what does that mean why because why for you... me I'm, I, I'm all YouTube I well, want YouTube the, wouldn't that be the same like thing that. here I mean it would go up on Game Over Greggy maybe we get more eyes than this show if I did it well, uh, see, well, I'm, I'm saying, for us oh, we okay, should okay. do YouTube but like if you're just some random other person that doesn't do the whole YouTube thing, sell it. Make make money. I would sell. It. I would sell. It. Make money. Sell. I it. want that. We, we we need those subscribers. Mm. Yeah. You know. We need the views. Like subscribe. People are gonna everybody. come watch that, and then they're gonna watch this glorious show and subscribe. 
wow, I can't believe oh, they. I can't believe those people. All, everybody died in that horrible telephone <laughs> or in that horrible plane crash. But I would like to know more about the perfect boob dick size. Hey, I like how you said <laughs> that. A horrible that. telephone. I don't know where the fuck that came from. <laughs> we, we Everyone died these, in that horrible telephone. We record telephone? these unfortunately very late I was at night. A telephone booth. I don't know why. <laughs> That's what happened. Sometimes this is a horrible game of telephone went awry. <laughs> sometimes the Greg Miller black hole of reaching in and pulling something out for a podcast works. Sometimes it fails. So, so the success rate. On so the good news about piloting an aircraft and you know like your, your safety and stuff like that is that even though everyone that works for airline uh, that works for an airline are pretty low paid, flight attendants are pretty low paid. First, first officers make shit, like nothing. Pilots are exceptionally well paid. So like, they, what are like, we talking? Except, what does that mean? Exceptionally well paid? What, like like six figures. Okay. So well, they ought to be right. Don't you yeah. Think? Same with like surgeons. Yeah, exactly. Because like, they're so they're respond like first mates or first officers make like thirty five thousand dollars a year. And, but uh, eventually you stick around but you, long like, enough. You st- yeah, and then like you you know that's why like there they they call them crash pads. Like mm-hmm. a lot of these airlines like people share houses like they can't afford to live by themselves. Um, but you eventually get to that point where you make a lot of money. So at least the people that that are piloting these air these aircraft are you would assume responsible enough to make that much money and, and stuck around long enough to learn how to do it. Yeah. I would hope so. Yeah. I was I always give them the thanks. You know how yeah. like the cool airlines that always kinda come out and no yeah. one realizes that's the person that just successfully took your life from one state to another. I was giving them like the what's up, thanks, I appreciate it. Sometimes oh, I try to give them a pound. Either. You know? You don't try to give that. anybody a pound like that. Oops. And even if they can't if I can't reach them, I'll give them the I'll give them the whole shoulder pound. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, you put out. it right in there, yeah, yeah. So they sit behind me. Oh all right. Colin, what do you got for me in the topic range? Okay. Oh, is is there visuals to this? Oh, man, I hope there's an audiovisual diary. No, there's not a visual. I want to read you guys a story. Okay. (laughs) Tell me a story. I'm going to get a beer. Nick, Phil. Okay. I'm not going to tell. I'm just going to... We'll talk about it when it's done, okay? You're going to read the story. Okay. How long is the story? I need to know if I need to... It's, uh... Muster all my energy to pay attention. It's not super long. Okay. Just give me a a couple minutes. Fair enough. John Moffat wasn't unhappy with a lack of playing time in Denver. He quit the NFL because he'd lost his love for the game and was tired of risking his health. The third-year guard from Wisconsin called the Broncos from his home in Seattle this week to notify them he wouldn't be returning to the team following its bye week. Then he announced on Twitter that he was calling it a career, saying, quote, football was fun, but my head hurts. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Kidding Roger Goodell, who's the you know commissioner. I'm on to new things. Thanks to everyone along the way, end quote. So hold on. I'm going to scroll down. Moffitt said he knows teammates and fans don't understand how he could forego the fame and fortune of pro football. Quote, I just really thought about it and decided I'm not happy. I'm not happy at all. And I think it's really madness to... Oop, fuck it, reset. So, God damn it. It's one of those pages that resets after every few months. And I think it's really madness that you risk your body, risk your well-being, and risk... Uh, IGN does that. Who does that? <laughs> IGN does that. No, I've never had on an article page? No, no, on, on, on a hub. Oh, on the hub. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, and I think it's really madness to risk your body, risk your well-being, and risk your happiness for money. Everybody, they just don't get it, and they think it's crazy. But I think what I was doing was crazy. He said he didn't want to see th- things through this season for the shot at a Super Bowl. Quote, I don't care about the Super Bowl. I don't. I don't. I used to. I mean, anytime I played the game, I gave my heart to it, and I'm a person that does things with his heart. I don't need the Super Bowl experience. I played in great stadiums, and I played against great players, and I had that experience, and it's enough. Good for him. Yeah, great for him. Honestly. I mean, I've always said, first of all, let me preface this with. Tim, football is a sport. My, yeah. Oh, yeah. They play with a, a pigskin. Um, I've always joked. That I'd want to be on a winning team, but I want to be third string, so sure. that I, you get the best of both worlds, right? You get the minimum paycheck, which is something ludicrous of like what seven hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that's absurd. For third string, 
It's the minimum salary. League minimum is like ridiculous. I'll be quiet. NFL, right? Uh, you also get pension. So if you play a certain amount of years, you get paid forever, right? Or at least a good amount of your time. Yeah. Um, which we could look up, but I've always thought that'd be awesome. But the problem with football is there's a very re- there's a reality to it, which is it could severely mess you up for life. It's like professional boxing. Any any career where you get a lot of head injuries, and they're just now. I don't know what it is, Colin. Maybe you can shed some light on this. Why is there so much? coming out now about the head injuries and the concussions and what those can cause well because i think you know i think there's a few reasons about this because there was actually an interesting front line that was two hours long about uh, you know front line's a great program on pbs um and it, it was about two hours long it was specifically about head injuries and how the nfl like tried to hide for years like what was going on with its players and people used to talk about you know getting your bell rung right seeing stars um things like that and that was like almost a point of pride to people, like that they were getting their bell rung or they were ringing other people's bells. And I don't think these guys lived hard and they drank hard and a lot, you know, like, mm-hmm. and they didn't live long enough to see the ramifications of it. Yeah. But like, as these players that played in this, in like really the golden era of the NFL in the 70s and 80s today are fucking crazy, a lot of them. Yeah. You know? totally. Not a lot of them. Like, there's some of them are, especially linemen, especially offensive linemen. Look at the helmets of an offensive lineman even today compared to the helmets of everyone else and how dinged up they are because they leave with their heads. Oh, what I mean, like, yeah. I mean, like, so, like, if you're a wide receiver, you're going to be fine. But if you're know, a quarterback or even a maybe. cornerback. But, or you might take a wrong hit, but I don't want to get into that. Um, but uh, so here's, here's – there, there's more to this story. Uh, Moffitt, 27, made about $1.5 million before taxes in his two-and-a-half years seasons in the NFL. How did Quote, he live on that little – <laughs> quote, quote I've saved enough it's not like I'm sitting here and I'm a millionaire that's what I kind of realized I'm sitting here and I got to this point and I was like what is the number that you need how much do you really need what do you want in life and I decided that I don't really need to be a millionaire I just want to be happy and I find that people that have so the how least many years in, that he played he's not a two, millionaire yet two and a half years Okay. So. I just want to be happy and I find that people that have least in life are sometimes the happiest and I don't have the least in life I have enough in life and I won't sacrifice my health for that I mean, I think that's I think that's super admirable. Obviously, ninety percent of the sport, hundred percent of sports fans are probably gonna be like, "Yeah, I appreciate that." But in that situation, I would want the money. I would want to find a way to make it work. But I also, I just don't think it's anything's worth not being able to think past the age of forty. Yeah, you know, yeah. we talked to Hunter about the same thing, right? Yeah, Where he was like Hunter Hillemeyer. Hunter Hillemeyer uh, came on a former middle linebacker for the Chicago Bears. Uh, yeah, up at noon, overdog. The app. Go go download the app. You can play sports, people. But he mentioned the same thing, right? Where he was talking about, he was like, you know, yeah, I just had to stop. I was hurting. I had injuries. Um, he could have come back, right? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, it wasn't like he had some debilitating, horrible injury. Right, but he just decided that it, he had... I think doctors told I'm talking about a guy who's... He's like, my age. How old is he? Like, 34, Hunter? 35? How old is yeah. he? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Crackling knuckles getting on the iPad. Um... And, you know, by all accounts, when the guy moves still, he's, he's still with it. He's, he could have probably played a few more years, but it's very admirable for someone to go, I've done it. I'm good. You know, I never won the Super Bowl, which is unfortunate, but he went. And that's more than a vast majority of human beings on this planet can say they did. Vast majority of players in the NFL yeah. can say that. Um, Can't say that. And so it's admirable. You know, and a lot, there's, every, there's not a day that goes by that I don't hear a story about the NFL. Right? Today I was listening to the radio and they were talking about 33. Him. 33. He's, yeah, he's my age. Um, Wow, he's way better looking than I am. <laughs> That's sad. He looks way more established in life. Um, he looks young. He's you young know, this morning man. I was listening to that story about uh, the bullying. Did you hear about this? Yeah, the the, the, the uh, Richie Incognito yeah, Miami Dolphins. Which is insane. And, and I mean, you just – this is a sport where you breed like ferocity, right? You breed people who have to be like the meanest you can possibly get. And you're going to get 
when when you create that cycle of competition where the meanest wins, you're gonna get insanity, right? You're gonna get injuries, and you're gonna get people that are really really hurting at the right. end of the day. Um, it sucks because most people watch football because of the violence, right? Same reason why I watch MMA sometimes, or I'll watch like UFC because I actually. I like watching the sport of it, but let's be honest. I like that sound of that impact, right? When someone lands a good punch and knocks the dude out. That's just so cool. You don't see that in everyday life. It's the escapism and it's like rawest form. Wait, is that why people watch football? Is that a thing? Oh, I think people watch it for the strategy, but also it's... it's Colin watches it for that. I mean, people that watch he football that watch too. it... They said that before. For different reasons than baseball, right? Baseball, they say, is a finesse sport, right? Football is all about that play and that, that just crazy energy that I mean, goes Yeah, when it, you right? think about football, right? What are you thinking about? You're thinking about... These, the hard hit, these crazy ass <gasps> moments that always end in a giant collision, right? That can't be good for a human being. Yeah, yeah. I guess like the greater question to me is, and my girlfriend and I, my, you know, my girlfriend's a forensic psychologist. She's you know studied the brain, and she she knows a lot about this stuff. And we we often talk about these brain injuries that these guys are incurring, and even huge players like Junior Seau, you know, end up killing themselves. You know, and like we don't understand why, and they study their brains, and they're studying these guys' brains as they die, and they give their brains to science, and they're realizing that. Love this sport or hate it, and I fucking love football. And you, you can do. ask Greg, like, you I do. love Literally are not allowed to record football. this on Thursday night. Yeah, like, football. I, we can't record on Monday or Thursday, so I watch every Monday night game, every Thursday night you game. You won't do conversation with Colin on Sundays. Yeah, like, I wa- ask Greg, I watch I watch 10 o'clock, 1 o'clock, and 4.30 games on Sundays. That's specific yeah. time. And I watch every Monday night game and every Thursday night game, no matter who's playing. And I watch the Jets every week. But other than that, like, I fucking love football. And I love the strategy of it. I love that football is 90% in the classroom. I love all that stuff. I also love the big hits. I didn't know that. Sunday games are at 5.30, but no big deal. And uh, 5.30, I'm sorry. And uh, so... Football fan. So, <laughs> so, so with all of that said, my point of view on this, honestly, is that it sucks that this is happening, but you have to know what you're getting yourself into, and there's a risk that this is going to happen. Right. And I, what I don't well, like, there's a risk at, with anything that's professional athlete. Right. right. Exactly. You would on your body. Telephone booth. But I don't. <laughs> but I don't like that they're like. I like that we can make football safer, make the helmets better, and all that kind of stuff. But let's not remove what is, in essence, the violence out of the game because the you're, violence yeah. in the game is really integral to the sport. And what you're seeing, you know, is a lot of you know, uh, really just toning down the game like if you watch footage from the 70s or 80s oh my god they Don't even fucking bring yeah kill each other and like there you there was a sweet spot that I think, <laughs> there's a sweet it's spot true. between that when it was you look at these people and they're like you know any of like the monster of the midway bears footage right of them just like in pads flopping around destroying each other dick buckus film you know what i mean but now you have it to the other extreme that's our player oh, from the okay. chicago bears you might also know him from my two dads he was he was the he was the soda fountain attendant. Anyway, um, now you have it wow. to like you know when they moved in the kickoff, so every kickoff goes out the back of the end zone. Now you can't touch a quarterback at all. You know what I mean? Like there's so many little things they've gone and tweaked that just. How long has the roughing the kicker rule been? That's been a thing for that's been a thing for some time, but it's like I always, it's, that, I always I always find that to be the, the the one thing that I wish they could do away with because those kickers, no matter what. What quarter of the game it is? They're always pristine. They always have just a beautiful uniform. No one's touching them. I would want to be third string kicker if I could. No team has a third string. Is there a third or string even kicker? a second string kicker? <laughs> is, there, is there a fourth? There's string no room. Kicker? There's no room for on the roster. For... Just wear the uniform and kick things on the sideline. Is that something they pay me ba- for? Back in the day, the kicker and the punter were the same person because of, are they of, not anymore? No, they haven't been for years. Uh, because they're they're very they're very different, oh. super different skills. Um, they seem sim- in a similar vein, but like the the whole thing about roughing the kicker and roughing the punter is that they're often the collision often happens when their legs are extended yeah. and they fuck them up. Like that's what makes these it guys are super dangerous. Some of these guys were literally built like li- literally built like I am, you know. Like and like 
if they expose themselves to so try to tackle, like, yeah. <laughs> so if they ch- expose themselves to tackle someone, then they're a football player, and they're gonna and and watching yeah. a yeah. watching a kicker try to tackle someone or getting blocked. All they ever do is just like try to push you out of the yeah. Line. Like it. it's so some of these guys get creamed, but like. You know, there's something to be said about that. I always joke about, as a Jets fan, I I hate the New England Patriots with a fucking passion. And we call roughing the pass roughing the Brady because Tom Brady always gets these ridiculous calls or whatever. Mm -hmm. I agree, you know. national treasure. Let me ask you this question. What's your favorite team? You you like the Jets, right? The Jets are like my favorite. Who's the quarterback of the Jets? Geno Smith. Okay. If you could be him for a year or Tom Brady for the rest of your life, who would you rather (laughs) be? <laughs> Tom Brady is one of the great quarterbacks of all time. I just have also knocked out Giselle. So yeah. let's put that on the table. I just I hate so, I hate Tom Brady. And you know like what's because he's too good looking? No, it's because he plays for the Patriots and the Patriots and the Jets are so all our, our champions. You be you be a okay with old T Brady? Yeah, but he has the taint. Like like for instance, like he does <laughs> have a taint. <laughs> like anyone that's that played anyone that's taint. played for the Patriots, the problem. Like Greg will remember the the great cornerback Ty Law. How could I forget? Ty Law was like a great quarterback, played for the Patriots for years, and then came to the Jets, and I was like, "Get out of Fuck. here!" <laughs> like he's really good, but I'm like, "Ugh," you know. It was like when Johnny Damon came to the Yankees. So that, I was like, I mean, "What the fuck?" Here's, here's the deal, folks. I'm not a huge sports fan, right? I'm not. I'm never one of those guys. Like when I refer to sporting events, teams, I've never said we're, and that's a very distinct difference between me and guys on this side of the table. Tim's probably with me on this one. One hundred percent. When you say we're playing this Saturday or we won. You're referring to a team that's playing hundreds of miles away from you that you've never played for, right. that you've never been. But you guys have this sort of connection to these teams mm-hmm. that I just don't understand. That's we live in San I like that. What's that? I like, I like how you said that. The whole we thing. Yeah, I would never say that. See, that's the thing. But we I live in San Francisco, that, right? That I've been to multiple Giants games. The, the Giants have won the World Series now, I think, twice since I've been here. Right. Um, and everyone's like, we won. And I still don't feel but that's, that connection to the Giants. Yeah, right? because I'm that's like, yeah, not the Giants about won. for you. I mean, I used, to, I, go, I used to go to Starbucks and see Fear the Beard. Uh, uh, what's his name? Brian uh, Wilson. Wilson would be at my Starbucks. And he would be there with the beard and like weird fanny packs. Cause he didn't leave it at home? Weird. No, he just went everywhere with it apparently. And girls would hit on him and it was like this most amazing thing because he'd look at me and I'd be like, he so never good. once looked at you he while girls were hitting sometimes. him. He's like, oh, oh, and then he's like, hey, nigga, Scorpino, what do you He know knew who I was. He's, he's tweeted at me. <laughs> Check my Twitter feed. He's, he's, he's tweeted, tweeted at me multiple times. Long story short, though, is I see these players come in, right, which by by all accounts, you know, is, is harkens back to the old days of baseball when, like, the Yankees, right, would be, like, they'd work their day jobs, and then you'd see him playing at night or whatever. That was, like, a really long, a long time ago, How does this right? harken back to that? How does the beer guy going to because, Starbucks? Because you don't see – I mean, you don't I – wouldn't, I wouldn't say, like – I mean, I'm not seeing any 49ers going to my Starbucks, right? I don't see, like, guys that are – They're human beings, yeah, like, what? It was I'm, – all I'm saying is this. It was nice to see these guys in the community, right? And yet, yeah. still, I did not feel like this was my team. Right. Is well, San Francisco your city? No, but there you go. I, grew, see, I, didn't grow up, so I, I didn't grow up in a city with a, with a professional sports team. See that? Plus, I mean, that's the big thing. Is like there's what you're talking about are shared experiences, and that's what builds this kind of thing. So you're just of basically it. saying I'm screwed. Yeah, no, totally, and especially if you don't like the sports or if you're not super. Well, into yeah, the I think I that's promise the because I, I don't give a crap about you're, the Giants. You don't care about sports. But all my friends that are from here, when they say we, I'm like, yeah, I get that. That makes sense for you guys. Yeah. Like they are fans, and I'm like. I was just as happy for them that the Giants won. Yeah, and I was like, you time. deserve this. You know what, what I mean? Do they deserve it? What did they do? What did they do to deserve it? Just like, okay, supporting. So case it's just, point, just supporting this last, them. They this last it. World Series, I was at a party, a friend's birthday party, where it just happened to coincide with the last game of the playoffs, right? Where Boston was playing Detroit, I think it was. The Cardinals. St. Louis. 
Was it St. Louis? Yeah. No, no, that was the series, wasn't it? Boston and Detroit can't play in the World Series. No, no, in the playoffs. Oh, in the in the, in the last yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, in the in the in the uh, in the league finals. Yeah, league finals. Division they were going for the pennant. Um, and two, there were two people there. One of whom was a huge Boston fan. The other was a huge Detroit oh. fan. And it was like, it was like, the tension was not. It wasn't even palpable. I mean, it was like ferocious. How. The mood shifted once I think someone hit a grand slam and that put Boston like pretty far ahead to the point where it was kind of a foregone conclusion. Not that there is such a thing in baseball, but they were pretty far ahead in the ninth inning. And it was the look on the Detroit Tigers fan was like he just found out that someone in his immediate family was dead. Yeah. Like he was he had he left the party. He was like, I gotta guys, I gotta go. I gotta go. And I'm like, yeah. I cannot think of anything that I like that much. That if I were disappointed by it would make me leave a birthday party because I like I've it seen it that a million much. times when the 49ers this year won the or lost the Super Bowl. Like four of my friends left and they were depressed for like the next week. I don't like I don't think I like anything that much. Like I love movies, right? I go see a movie like I was super excited about Man of Steel. I'm like, this is gonna be Zack Snyder's like second 300, right? He's gonna claim that claim his back. And I got out of that movie and it was okay. And I was like, yeah, it was okay. And I left and I lived the rest of my life never having. Yeah, but, but again, right? that's bullshit. How many times have we talked about Fast and Furious? Come on, Tim. Like a Fast million. and Furious transcends cinema. Okay, that's on a different true. level. True, that is true. Let's not go on. Right, let's not talk you're about, talking that's about investment podcast. though and stuff like that. You're talking, you're talking about you're talking, right? you're talking about Man of Steel. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm a big Superman fan, but there'll right. be other movies I'll see. When, when will I see the Bears in, in the Super Bowl again? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that happened once when I was what but, but two, that, okay, so and then again when I was it. about to move what, to San Francisco. What makes the Bears the Bears? Because that team is nowhere close to what it used to be when you were a kid, right? When you really like first watched right. it, much better. No one plays, but yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Like it's been twenty some odd years since you've been watching this. They've changed so much. What is it? Just the brand of the team that keeps you that guys. It's a big part of it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's but it's it's the brand. It's the stadium. It's you know. I mean, I'm drinking out of a bear's glass right now, and I have little. Yeah. I have a little mobile bear. Uh, I say mobile, like right, I, like the gas station mobile, right? There's a bear's cup in our cupboard, right? And that's my grandmother's bear's glass, and that's like when I would go to my grandmother's house. It was that and the bulls and all this other stuff that, like, she was the one who's super into all this stuff. Those are the memories. This is similar but different. Stick with me, sure. Like I always talk about Portillo's, right? The the hot dog restaurant it's in Chicago that I love. Right? Exactly. Yeah, really you've gone good. there to the L.A. one with me. Mm. But people back in Chicago to this day will write to me and be like, oh, man, Gene and Jude's is so much better, or Wiener Circle, or this, that, or the other. And it's like, no, 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 I'm not saying I'm the biggest hot dog fan. I'm saying I'm the biggest Portillo's fan because that is a touchstone in my life that my childhood and everything when I think of home is wrapped around mm-hmm. going there. You know, when my grandmother picked me up from school and take me there, or like going there with my friends after this thing or that thing. You know what so I mean? maybe like, that's what I'm missing, right, is that shared experience. Yeah, is none, that, of, like, none of it is just my like, friends oh, man, and I – on that one special occasion, we're having a great time, and that's when the Bears won the Super Bowl, and we remember that. And that's that moment is is categorically and sort of intrinsically locked to that success of that team, and yeah. those build the bond between it. That's what you guys are talking about. Right. I just don't have anything in my life like that. Yeah. The only thing I'm really bonded to, like we talked about earlier, is my wife. That's about it, and my friends. But I just don't have anything else in my life that I'm like ride or die about, except Fast and Furious. Yeah, that's true. There you See, go. this this is such a huge joke, but for me, I don't have sports. But like Macklemore, I'm gonna bring that up. Like, and that's, that's one of those things where it's just like, that's where I do feel like a weed. You felt a really personal connection to Macklemore when, yeah. when he hit it big, which, by the way, was only, what, this past year yeah. with, yeah. with Thrift Shop. But, like, I've been things. listening to him for years. And, like, once it hit every little small success, I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. And I felt like I was a part of it. Right. And, like, so I get that. It was just like, 
oh man, like Macklemore's the like most played YouTube video of the year. Yeah. That means something to me. Like, recently, I feel like I'm a part of that. Recently, right, like for me, it was Walking Dead with that, where I'd been on the tra- Walking Dead train for years and years and years, and then it kept getting, kept getting bigger and bigger, and then like things would start to happen, whether it be an you, action figure or sure. You are a natural evangelizer. Both of you guys are. So you guys find things that you, I think maybe because of your experiences doing what you guys have done for so many years, is that you've seen, you have the ability to take something that no one else knows about and go, this is something you should care about, right? Hot mess moves. Go subscribe yes. right now on YouTube. They're going to be big, and we're going to say we knew them when, and they wouldn't return our texts. Boom. Yeah, I mean, to me, like my experience, you know, one of the things I love about being from Long Island is that there's like this weird. I don't want to say mystique to it because I don't think that's the right word. There's just something weird about it. Like people don't quite get it because you never have to go there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like I'm it's, terrified of Long Island. I don't it's, know why. it's like a. It's you like you to go to Long Island. Long Island's not a place you go to to get anywhere else. Long right. Island is a place you have to intentionally try to go to, and that's it. It's you know, so long. Like, well, it's just if you, <laughs> if you look at a map, you know, like you drive through New Jersey to get to New York. You drive through New Jersey to get to Pennsylvania. You drive through Pennsylvania to get to West Virginia. Sure. Long Island just sticks out of New York, and there's no reason to go there unless right. you're from there. Right. And like, people always wonder, like, why does New York have two sports teams for everything? And and it's like, well, New York's a really big metropolitan area, but it's also that Long Island has its own teams, you know, and people don't seem to quite understand that. And our teams happen to be fucking terrible. You know, like in, in a lot of the sports. And we except for, take, that, except for that one team that consistently wins every year because they've got the highest payroll. But the Yankees? Sport. Right, yeah. The Yankees that's are not, in, in the Bronx. The Mets are a Long Island team. <laughs> that's not, that's how, not how it works. works. That's uh, exactly how it works. But so, like, you know, like, yeah, there are Jets fans in New Jersey and Connecticut and stuff. But, like, typically, the, like, the Islanders are the hockey team, right? The Islanders. You know, like, they're a Long Island team. Right. The Jets used to play in the Polo Grounds and, and Shea Stadium where the Mets played on Long Island in Queens. So, like, these are their our teams or whatever, and they just happen to be fucking terrible. But like, I mean, historically, except for the Islanders in the glory years and the Jets won Super Bowl, they won. You know? And so, like, we – I feel like we – and you saw the, the, the John Spano thing we watched. Right, right, they right. talk about, like, how Long Island – like, Long Islanders, like, take to these teams and they mean something to them because that's – because we are next to the city – and, like, we don't have our own identity except for these teams, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it means something to us. You know, that's, like – so that's where I come from with this. Like, it, the teams are bad. And for but, but for me, I think that – I think that is what makes intense fans like what you're talking about, yeah. though, is the fact that when I sit down and talk about the Bears, right, I talk about the Super Bowl, you know, that they blew. Or when Jim Miller got hurt and his wife said he couldn't go back in the game. And all these, like, goofy things. You don't talk about the successes. You talk about the shared – Oh, oh my god! And we were, like, as a Mizzou fan, the fifth down. You know, what I mean, all these things where it collapsed and took the wind out of everyone's sails. Yeah. Those are the unifying moments. It's super easy to be the bandwagon fan. Yeah, to yeah, be I mean, the, like you know, a, a, a Red Sox. Somebody who decides right now to be a Red Sox fan is completely different than yeah. somebody who decided like in the late '80s, early '90s, whatever, to be a Red Sox fan. So I, I grew up not liking sports. My my dad wasn't in sports. My dad's a great guy, but he just was never into sports. Right, and I think a lot of. I can't yeah. justify that because I thought he'd be a shitty guy. Well, I mean, to, to, you know, to some people, it's it's sacrifice. My parents didn't like sports, sports either. I had, a, I had a real late start to it. So I don't – yeah, so I always sort of feel – I always sort of grew up feeling a little uh, like I was missing out because I don't have that common – like even if you don't like the same teams, you can still have that discourse, right? Sure. You can you talk know. about, but you don't understand. Like, I don't understand. Like, I'm not saying you don't. I'm saying, like, a team, a member of. Oh, I definitely don't like, understand. Well, well, like, <laughs> Greg is a Bears fan, like, has a different experience right. than me as a Jets fan. Right. Right. Like, Cheryl always tells a story. Like, the Jets are, hist- like, they won the Super Bowl, Super Bowl three and 69. They've never been back to the Super Bowl. And they're just a, a, one of the worst teams 
it, historically in the NFL. Like that's how just do you the hang game. in there for it every time because it, you're going to be there when they yeah, hit it. Like and and you, like, you want to be that one it's guy. It's the Macklemore like, story. I I went to Macklemore's first concert, so fuck you for liking them now because I'm no, the I don't want, fan. I don't no, want to be that, like guy. that at all. It's the it, I was there when there was literally 20 people in the the theater, and I didn't care. Like I was like, I'm one of those 20 people. And now that there's millions, I'm like, this is awesome. Now, this is, is it awesome, awesome? Well, for you on this side, is this it awesome for you because that's what you want to happen in your life? And so seeing someone that you support, is there sort of like a karma behind that where like you're hoping? No, no I mean, not at all. Like same that, thing they're, that. Yeah, that's awesome. But like that has nothing to do with it. Like mm-hmm. it's just one of those things where they're fans of it. If they win, that's awesome. And if there's other supporters or whatever, that's cool too. See, but I just like, yeah, that's I, my thing. Maybe I'm just too fair weather when it comes to this. But like I could not stand to follow – Football is okay. Baseball is one of those things where, like, how people follow bad teams in baseball blows my mind. 162 games watching them lose. But think about the – like, think about what was – the great feel-good story about this last baseball season was the fucking Pittsburgh Pirates, dude. And they were – they hadn't made the playoffs since 1991, you know? Like, and and they they finally – I mean, look, I used to be – Dude, that's – I lived in – I've had the pleasure now of living in two cities that both had world champions. I lived in Anaheim when the Angels won, and now I lived in San Francisco. And it's awesome. Don't get me wrong. And I, I'll get out there and, you know, wear the old orange and black Ooh, as good yeah, as everyone else. Damn. But, uh, but I'll wear that uh, the old, the old. <laughs> get out there and wear the old. But, but I'm a Fairweather fan. I don't, I don't, I don't care about it. And I can't see the other people that just moved to town and are like I'm a Giants fan. That's yeah, cool. that, well, that shit pisses me off. That shit pisses me off too. Like I don't like Fairweather fans. The reason I don't is because. I come from two fan bases in hockey and football that are fucking hardcore. Yeah, if you, you know, first of all, and if like, you're a fan of hockey at all, you're hardcore. Well, hockey's, the United States, hockey's a, if this the United States. Yeah, well, hockey's a, uh, hockey's huge in a lot of markets, including mine. Can't. And and you know what bothers me? Uh, Fairweather fans bother me because you know like I was saying like Cheryl tells the story all the time when the Jets went to the playoffs in 2009, which was like a really unusual year. The Jets have been to the playoffs you know several times, and, and but like 2009, they had a rookie quarterback, a new coach. They sneaked, you know, they snuck into the playoffs, you know, and then they won and then they won again. And Cheryl tells the story about how I, I was, I, hyster- I started hysterically crying after one of the wins. Like, I was like, I can't believe this is, ha- like, I can't believe this is happening. And they lost in the championship game, the game before the Super Bowl. And I was fine. I was like, I can't believe that this happened. Yeah. Like, I can't, I, I like, can't believe that they made it this far. And the next year they made it back to the championship game. And I was like, what? fuck and they lost in the championship game again and didn't make the super bowl and then i cried out of pain you know and i was like i have like a deep emotional See, attachment just, to this team maybe no, maybe totally. it's a mechanism a defense mechanism for me to just not care right like sure, I'm some I, sort of cool really good looking terminator it's one of those things when, when my <laughs> yeah. friends will have kids and they'll tweet the first photo of them in the bears jersey just, i i will tweet i'll tweet back or like you know welcome to a lifetime of pain you know what I mean? Because that was the thing. But, like, in the same thing, when the Bears, you know, won the divisional playoff to go to the Super Bowl, cried, opened a bottle of champagne, sat there, drank it, called all my friends. And then when they lost the Super Bowl, I was more like, oh, all right. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, like, destroying. It didn't destroy me because, like, they're against the Colts and no one expected them to beat the Colts. And neither did I, really, because Rex Grossman sucks. But, you know what I mean? Like, that – like, I – I go into most games thinking my team's going to lose. They'll fuck this up. Oh, that's what I so say. terrible. That's though. the way. It, no, that's the defense mechanism, though, right? Because right? I've seen, I feel more losses than wins for yeah. both them and Mizzou, which isn't true probably statistically. But I'm used to the big games, something horrible happening. Mizzou is number one in the country and immediately loses it. Well, I'm that's, used to that. That's different though because that system, college football is insane right like you but, can lose one game and then you're just done but it's just more principally you like, would not lose games and you're still 
Yeah, because it's all right. arbitrary. That's, That's why I hate ridiculous. college football. The the playoff system. Yeah, they they need like a more de- a deeper playoff system. But the you know like like what Greg's saying is true in the sense that it's just an identity thing and and. You know, like Greg, like Greg will tell you, like I'm like that. I don't only watch Jets game. I am fucking nuts yeah, see, during feel, Jets I games. Like I so... scream and get up and clap and yell. Like I scream. Like it's like on the column. Like you never see me like you would during those three hours. And I haven't missed a Jets game in years. You know, like that's the other thing is like when they were bad, when they won three, four games a year, I was still watching every game. And what like what, it caused a problem with my family in 2011 when I went home. And I immediately got home and, and like wanted to watch the Jets game. And like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm not fucking missing the Jets game. I understand that I haven't seen you guys in a while, but like, I haven't missed the Jets game in years. So like, I'm sorry. I love you guys. I'll see you in three That's hours. Insane to me. You know, again, it's so insane. Like, I again, I love the thing I love most in life is, is going to see movies. I love the experience of going to see movies. But I just don't like. I I I lost that thing that I needed to go see the midnight showing of a movie I was looking forward to. I lost that a long time ago. The fact that you too have still kept this passion for these teams that, by all accounts aren't very good <laughs> it's just it's astounding to me and it actually it makes me sad in my life that i don't i miss out on that right yeah. it's a well-known factor on the office i know the least with the exception of tim about sports probably in a 30 foot radius of wherever anyone sits um in our in the editorial pit um and i it sucks because it, i mean it you know we had some vps back in the day that would be like did you see the game i'll game this and that and it's awesome and that was a great play, and I'm like, I just don't know what you're. T- I want to be a part the of Knicks this world. Dead you could, but here's that's the, why I'm not a vice president. But right here's now. the cool thing about you is that like you don't disparage it. You know, like the, the the thing that bothers me, like like the Islanders are a good example. Like the Islanders play 82 times a year. I'll watch about 70 games a yeah. year because there's just certain games I miss, and I'll like follow them on Twitter or whatever. The Islanders won four Stanley Cups in a row. Are historically amazing team back in the day, and have since since I was born literally been like terrible. And they made the playoffs last year for the first time in years. And that, like, was so powerful because you stuck with it. Yeah. And the people that understood that in my life, like Greg did, Greg actually sat and watched the games with me and stuff like that. I thought that was really cool because it was, like, a shared experience where he understood that I, like, this team was fucking abysmal. You know? Like, awful. And they were so awful for so many years that they got so many great draft picks that now they're great. You know? And, like, so, like, you're reaping what you sow. And what really bothers me is that when I would talk about these things on the internet or – you know, like tweet about them or whatever. People be like, "Oh, sports ball and all that shit." It's like, shut yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah. up. Sitting down, you're sitting, it. you're sitting here like, like talking about all this nerdy, stupid shit. I don't care about. Right. Like, what is the difference about I, me like liking the Jets or the Isles? You know, you're giving me a little too much credit. I do make fun of sports a little bit here and there. Like, my favorite thing to do is when people are talking about the night, last night's game. I walk by and I just throw out, similar to what you do with camera technology and like terminology. Oh, Chiron. I just throw out, yeah, Chiron. <laughs> I just Chiron. Um. I, I will throw out I will throw out random terms like combine and the combine things, <laughs> things like that, that I don't know what they mean I don't really I mean I know what the combine is but I, I will just throw that stuff is. out and just be like sports hoops basketball see like we have, lot, we have a lot of people at IGN like that and who are just like that's their defense mechanism because when sports have come up before somebody's made them feel inferior about not knowing it but what dr- drives me crazy for where we work is that we work right in front of the giant stadium and you're talking about the shared With experience of understanding out of the window yeah, yeah exactly and when the Giants go to the World Series, I get upset, or like the playoffs in general, at the people who want them to immediately lose and leave. And I'm like, God, like that's when it gets me. I get angry. Like I remember being mad at Hillary about this. Like, and Hillary's a sports fan, but it's just like 
I, and this granted was you know when they were making their first run at the playoffs or the, or the series the cup Jesus Christ uh, and uh, you know the fact that I understood that from I don't like baseball but I get for the city what this means and for mm-hmm. a fan what this means and it's like let them have their the only time, month of games you know what I mean the only time I used to um, not like that was when you would be trying to get work done it was a day game and you just sure. see thousands of people out drunk having fun drunk and you're like i still got to go to that 3 p.m meeting yeah, yeah. To talk i just about like eating lunch something lines. confidence yeah. monitors it's confidence. worth giving up the lines for the morning <laughs> i get the confidence monitors you know what's funny is that by the end of like six more months you're gonna know everything about video production and you're not gonna be able to hide it anymore you're gonna be a video nerd he already hides it he knows what a camera yeah, is he's been drawing over this room Good. Should we move on to Tim? Yeah, Tim, what do you got for me? What's your topic here? Okay, arguably the greatest rapper of all time, Eminem. Yeah. Just dropped an album, mm-hmm. the Marshall Mathers LP2. Yeah. So my topic's just Eminem. Mm. What are you guys' thoughts on Eminem? I love Eminem. I See, this is what I knew was going to happen, and I'm really excited to hear Colin's thoughts on Eminem. So so the Slim Shady LP, right, and the yes. Marshall Mathers, the original LP – are fucking amazing records, Classics. especially especially the Martha, Marshall so Mathers ones, which I think, you know, from from Kill You all the way through to the end are fantastic records. Like he's a wordsmith, you know. And Kniff, yeah, Connecticut. Like I love like everything after that, like the Eminem show and all that stuff. I could do without, but like See, those first two records, man, are, are with are, Eminem. Is that yeah? The first two records, I was all about Eminem, and then totally lost him. He was just gone. Yeah, I never even watched. Did he have a while? He kind of disappeared for a little well, bit. Okay, so here's here is the lineage of Eminem. You know, he had his underground shit, but mm-hmm. whatever. Then he goes to Slim Wait, Shady. Okay, slow down on this one because I need to follow this because I have no idea where he came from. Underground, just it was Eight Mile. Come on, we all saw the documentary. Well, exactly right. But underground that on, stuff that was National Geographic, right? Which got him really, like, you know, gave him his chance. Ray found him, all that stuff. Then there's the Slim Shady LP, which put him on the map for being like this. That's I'm Slim crazy Shady, guy. real Slim Shady. My name is not that. My name is. Oh, huh, okay. Buddy. Yeah, where he would say all this crazy stuff and like was kind of. That's like a where he talked. Thing. That was when he was like messing, like making fun of Christina Aguilera. No, right? no. That's slow down. I'm all over. Yes. Yeah, yeah. On this one. So then, then the Marshall Mathers LP came out, and it was like way more serious. And not that the first one didn't have serious moments, but like the second LP was like. Wow. Oh, yeah. This the Dido just, song. This, exactly, Stan. Stan. This isn't a joke. Like, this guy's serious. And the technical ability is just insane. And then he releases Eminem show. By technical which, ability, you mean he can? he's good at lyrics and rapping. At lyrics and just being witty and, like, punchlines and, like, just the, the his flow. Eminem's his, flow. His flow. Is insane. His flow. It's untouchable. Untouchable. Yeah. His, his, untouchable I agree in the flow. sense that his intelligence and his, his vocabulary shines through the way... And, like, I love that he just says – he's, like, one of the – you know, I think a lot of what people under uh, don't under you know understand or don't want to acknowledge about hip-hop, especially a lot of the gangster rap or whatever, When even when you think about some of the bigger guys, like, um, I don't know, like like, you know, like, like – no, like, G, like Jeezy or something <laughs> like that, where it's, like, it's a joke. Like, they're being facetious. They're not really rapping and, you know, like, you know uh, – like, Yo Gotti talks about how, like, his first song was in a drug house. Like, no, it wasn't. You know, like, like they're 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 talking about these things in a, in a, in a sense to kind of be facetious and be funny and be street or whatever it is they're, they're trying to be. But like I love, I always think about you know like he says in in Kill You what, what does he say? They said I can't rap about being broke no more. They didn't yeah. say I can't rap about coke no more. Like that's how he opens like like really like one of those songs or whatever. And it's like he's just saying things to get a rise out of you, and that's what I loved about it. He's just he's well, he's that's poking him in a nutshell. Yeah, he's poking and prodding people, and they let and he and he 
gets a rise out of people, and, and it's just like this cycle. That's what I loved about him was yeah. – we, Are we talking about Marshall Mathers still? Yeah, 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 yeah. F1. Yeah. Okay. So, like, I, I, lo- I love that Nick kind of is holding on for dear life to not lose what's happening. Here, 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 here's, here's the deal about him. I, always, I mean, I know the man's polarizing. Um, I never listened to an Eminem song and genuinely liked it. I mean, I like the songs. I like the what? man. I appreciate him for what he is. But I've never listened to his songs like I listened to Dre. Where I've never felt that connection. When I used to, when you listen to Dre or Snoop back in the day of the West Coast, like that sound, I would roll to that and feel that and try to like, and not that I grew up in anywhere certain circumstances to what they were talking about, but nor did they, I don't think. But, um, you know, I, I used to vibe with that music, right? Where I'd roll and just listen to that and thump in my fucking badass see, that's, that's like, that's and, it's meaningless. And just music. deal with it. All that stuff, that's that's just like background, party, whatever. No, it's music, not, Which is great. And there's I mean, a like, you listen that, to Dre. Dre talks about some very serious issues. Like, no, he doesn't. Who's going to bring the gin and the juice to the party? That, that's true. <laughs> that but see, Eminem, song, half the songs are jokes, but then half of them are like super deep, introspective, like rock bottom on the Slim Shady LP. That song, if you listen to that, and like, that's just insane. It's so good. Anyway, to continue the lineage, Eminem show comes out, and it's a great album. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I wasn't really I remember it. it. It's, it's what's the single? Awesome. Without me, it was the like yeah. joke single. Oh, okay. but then it had cleaning out my closet. Oh, uh, soldier. Okay, I remember um, this. I'm cleaning Haley out songs, my closet. All this stuff. All these great One songs. One time. Yeah. And then this, after that, he goes out, into the. Was eight, that like a metaphor for what? Cleaning out my closet. Was there some like that was no. a song about his mom? Why do you got to do this? Yeah, that was Kim Basinger, right? His mom. Jesus what? Christ. No. In 8 Mile. No, no. Okay, so we get to 8 <laughs> Thanks, Mile. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for being So we get to 8 Mile, which has Lose Yourself, <laughs> joke, which is arg- like unarguably his peak. <laughs> Assholes. Lose Yourself is Lose Yourself is Eminem's peak. That's the one. That's 100%. the song I always like, equate to Eminem. Yeah. I don't know if that's his peak. That one is no, Shady. That that's was 100%. Like one of his you better lose yourself in the motor. No. You gotta lose. That was one of the only ones where I was like, oh, I'm actually vibing with those because I get it. But you're talking about, you're using the word vibing and that really, like when I think about, I come from the East Coast, so like the the sub. I love Tribe and Dayla and things that I grew up with. When I would listen to West Coast rap, like Dre, you would you would, there was a vibe to it because it was like like Tim was saying, and I think you're right. Like it's more of like a the well, beat be honest, and the music. A lot like, of that rap was different. A lot of that rap was made to. You're right. Have at parties when you're partaking in various substances and just hanging out and like yeah. chilling. But there's a different feel to those than like if you're listening more to like back. if you're listening to like. Uh, if you listen to like "Stakes Is High" by De La Soul, like that's a, a rap it's song about something. It's, yeah, exactly. If you're listening, if you're listening to you know "California Love" by Tupac, that's a song with great lyrics and fun. Yeah, but it's a song where it's like you're you're, to, you're partying. You there's, know? A, yeah. there's a few other things that I like. Like I liked a little bit of like. Well, yeah, I guess you're right. That's true. I mean, there there are there is it's not that one's better than in a lot of the other ones, yeah. but like, but for some reason, I just never like I I listened to Eminem. But I also saw a guy that was coming out and probably making a lot of money. So I was like, what the hell is this guy complaining about? Like, he always had like he had these amazing things about his life that he would share in his in his rhymes. But I was like, I don't, I don't know that I buy any of this shit. I, I want to listen to the new record. I haven't listened to it yet. Well, so here's the good. Thing. So yeah. then, then after Eminem's show and Lose Yourself, which is his peak. And then after that, drops off. Bad things happened. His what buddy happened? Proof died. And like all this shit. Which one was One proof? of the D- D12 dudes. And like he put, so he puts out Encore, which was that was the album that was like, fuck, we're done. Like all it was was Wasn't trying he producing to other like do too? stuff again. That Encore is when he started producing for people. Right. He started trying to do too much, and it was, like that after Eminem show was when he like Fifty Cent got big, and Eminem was just like, okay, whatever. 
that's when things got bad. He had one song where he had to use used a damn accent, and then his whole next album, Relapse, was just him using this freaking accent. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, no, it's horrible. Sing me some. Like the um, he had a song "Ass Like That" on Encore, where he oh, really? introduced this accent, and then he used the accent on every single song on there. This song, the, the single was "We Made You," on Relapse. It was 2009, I think. Anyway, it was so bad, and the fans were like, "Fuck this." We're this, done with you, Marshall. The album was actually pretty good as a concept album, but like song for song sucked. Gotcha. Took some time off. He, and the, relapse was when he was off drugs, like completely. And he was, and then that was a problem. And then <laughs> it was a really bad problem. And then Recovery, which was his last album that came out, he was like, okay, I'm going to totally take a different approach to this. Do drugs. That's the one with Rihanna. He, that had Rihanna. He, yeah. he got way more pop with it and stuff. And he kind was that of, the one where he was like under my umbrella? Umbrella, a this is the one with fire right there. Yeah, fire. That's all right. Is that fire? There's a lot of fire. (laughs) Continue. (laughs) Um, Colin hates me. (laughs) So he replaced he replaced the accents with screaming. So that's what he does now. Is he just screams? He gets really angry at all times. And yeah, but screams, uh, screams, screams, let me ask you this. So, so part of the reason you like this guy is because he talks so deeply about the things that happened in the past. After we just listed off. 1920 albums maybe he doesn't have anything to talk about anymore well, maybe he's just super rich that's, and has kids that's my point though yeah his first three albums were classics after that it was down because he had pain he had kim basing well yeah doing he had three basing like exactly. in, in, the, in the trailer yeah so now he, he had really Mackay says, pfeiffer who was like you're never going to be something right and there come you go, on like, rabbit yeah rabbit did stuff man he ran remember when he the first time he got on stage you're like i don't know about this guy but by the end of the movie he was like yeah Brittany Murphy's dead. Mom's spaghetti. Brittany Murphy is Brittany dead. Murphy Brittany Murphy is, is dead. dead. Uh, How did that happened. What I so I read a Grantland album on this new on this new record, and apparently, there's what interested me the most about it was like it was supposed to be like full circle for him, where obviously the name indicates that as well, but where he like even raps about how he regrets treating his mom the way he treated it's her and stuff like that. Crazy. Like it's it's like it's like weird. Yeah. I want to I want to hear I want to. So, it's not on Spotify yet, but so he put it he put it out. It's Marshall Mathers LP two, which mm-hmm. immediately went and he dyed his hair blonde again, and he's doing all this stuff. It's like I'm bringing it back, and the immediate reaction to that like as 40. a fan is like, oh man, like this is where we're at. But at the same time, it's like, well, I guess I'd rather him try to do. His, but how like, old is the guy now? Thing. Right, he's got to be 40. in his mid thirties, forty. He just turned forty, like last week. Yeah, I mean that's you know you it's it's when the guys get older, you're like, do you really have that angst still? Right, do you really have that messaging to get through? You're multi-millionaire. Well, that's point. the thing, though. He's not like he hasn't been like that for a long time. Right. He's I been just, making pop songs. Exactly. So, like at a certain point, like what, where do you, how do you get back in touch with that but, thing that made you great? See, what's interesting with? is like the the idea of back in touch. People act like he's not in touch. His last album, Recovery, his singles on that, the song with Rihanna and Bad Meets Evil, this other album he did, um, the song with Bruno Mars. Those are the most popular things he's ever done. Like my name is Real Some Shady. Nothing compared to those. So he's making more money than he ever has. He's more successful than he's ever been. Mm. Just not as impactful, so to speak. I mean, he's you know, he's not no one will ever say these are classic albums. You know what I right. mean? But those are just the elitist hip hop people that who really cares about, you know? Like the mainstream loves him more than anything. So okay. But with this new album, it's like, okay, it's kinda of combining the two. So things. is it good? Is the new album? The thing good? is it's good. It's not great. It's probably it's better than the last couple. Yeah. Um it also has I think like three songs on it are the worst songs he's ever made. Oh wow! Um, is it better or worse than the fourth Fast and the Furious film? 
Better. Is it better or worse than the second Fast and Furious film? Better. Because, although it has some bad parts. Let me ask you two this question. We had a raging debate we, about this. this we day. cannot start this. No, we're going to start it right now. No, we're going to start it right now. This is the whole episode. What is Nick? better? Damn it! The fourth or the second Fast and Furious film? If you had to watch one of them right now, would you rather watch the fourth or second? One. I only saw. I give me the. Give me the second one was Novin Diesel Tyrese. The fourth one was the one where they had went through the caves. That's what everyone remembers. Oh the stupid no! But the second one was with Tyrese and Eva Mendes, yeah, where yeah. she phoned in the entire performance. I'm already done. I know where I'm going. Two's better. No. Yeah. That was a fun movie. That was a fun movie. No, it was not. The, Go back and watch it. How did Vin Diesel thought he can just walk away from that shit? Pacifier money. The pacifier. Vin Diesel has two unbelievably it's hysterical that, franchises. He's got the Fast and the Furious, and he's got Riddick. Dude, Riddick's fucking awesome. And Riddick's awesome. Pitch Black, right? That's Chronicles the, Riddick. I, I like a lot too. No, oh, Chronicles Riddick is great, but Pitch Black is fucking awesome. That's a that's like a great movie, and and I like Chronicles there, Riddick, and I like Chronicles Riddick the video game on Xbox. <laughs> Give me some. Give me some moments from the fourth that were were better. Because two overall, is we hungry. Oh, yeah. Overall, so here's the deal. I watched the fourth and I was like, that's not a very good movie. Then I watched two and I literally couldn't sit through how terrible Paul Walker's acting was in that. Yeah. Film. Tyrese, like, and Ava Mendez phoned it in. Oh, Tyrese was and a so did, it, yeah, anyway. and so did the guy from Dazed and Confused. Lu- Lucas, <laughs> yeah, whatever that guy's name is. Lucas Haas, I think, is and that's that's the guy from uh, the third one. Yeah. Guy from Pitch Black, who was in Pitch Black, I think. I never saw Pitch Black. Doesn't matter. It's a great film. Um, Anyways, in the fourth, I, I can't remember what happens other than the tunnels. They're, they're, they're running Rodriguez out of drugs. Braga, right? Where they have to go to Mexico and have a cool scene where they have to like, take him back from Mexico, right? And they kill You'll the dude. You'll never with the make car, it out of like, here. You yeah, never yeah. to make it out of your home. So it's like you're Braga. I didn't know you were Braga, right? But everyone in the fucking audience did. Um, that notwithstanding, it had a plot that was cohesive and took people from point A to point B. Number two, the best thing that happens is Tyree steals that dude's lighter. That's nope. it. They had, they had there were so many there were so many beautiful babies in bikinis. No, oh, that's you show up about Suki. Suki, dude, and and she's not that. She's ass. not cute at all. I don't care. She's kind she of weird. Dead or alive actually. movie. It was, yeah, what was no, that? No, she was cool. She what was that chick? What was that chick? Devin Aoki. Yep. Is that the it's Steve Aoki's little sister? I don't know what. Oh, how Steve Aoki doing? She she's in one of those, isn't she? What? She's in. Isn't she in one of those? Fast and Furious? She's in a couple oh, things. She's yeah, in she's in number two. Two, okay. That's, that's, what, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay, Ludacris is okay. the guy. Remember Ludacris? Luda! It's Luda's introduction. He's doing all of the, the wave racing. <laughs> yeah. It's like the N64 about, you know, they yeah. were racing on waves. Yeah. And the jet skis. And the girl's next to him. And that's the same. You're talking. Suki is. Suki is. Devin Aoki. Okay, yeah, I used to think she was hot. I didn't want to derail any more conversation about Eminem. I haven't seen her recently. I just want you to know. She had like a really unique rating for Fast and Furious. so much. It's one. No. Six. Stop it. Three, five, four, two. It's official. Damn, that's that is So We did that live stream, the most popular video on GameOverGreggy.com. And I have to say that, yeah, the number two is better than number four. I've seen it more recently it's than you have. It's a fact. Four is just bad without any redemption. Two is bad, four, which makes Four it has good. the ghost whisperer part where he closes his eyes and figures out, because of the tire tracks and the way they skid, yeah, yeah, how yeah. everything happened. <laughs> <laughs> and like, that he, is he knows cars. Trajectory. He, he understands like, cars. the bullet trajectory. <laughs> is I'm four, like Letty. Is four, fa- is four Fast and Furious? Yes, that's no, Fast, Fast and Furious, and Furious. Yeah, which that, also had the amazing title. Fast see, I remember, I remember liking that one a lot because it was when they were like, you know, what was it? New original Body Auto, Original Parts, yeah, a New Body Original Parts, and we're like, yeah, and we all went and watched. Yeah. We're like, that was what reinvigorated the series. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, four, four three, brought, three no. reinvigorated three, the series. Three was a joke. 
Tim. Three, God, no, okay. Three was a fucking Look what you joke. turned this into, Nick. <laughs> three was a three was a movie that no one went and saw. No everybody's like, this looks stupid. No, that's bullshit. Three yeah. is the one that people went and were yeah. like, wait a minute, this is actually Let's a legit honest, series that matters. Went, everyone so then they gave the director uh, another try so with Vin yeah. Diesel. I was like, the dude that's directing Better Off Dead is directing a Fast and Furious movie. How can I how can I not watch this? Rented it at Blockbuster Video. That's how long ago this was. Remember when you used to go to Block remember you used to go to Blockbuster and you start at A? You yep. go all the way around. And oh, there was yeah, yeah. fucking weird people that started at Z and went the opposite way. Sorry, it was this way. Z was yeah, yeah, counterclockwise. You, you would like, see people. What do you do it? You start at A, you go all the way around, so you pick something, then you go to the 80s aisle, and then you fucking get a Butterfinger, yeah. and you... Yeah. You get three o'clock... You get three RIP Blockbuster. You get three o'clock high in the 80s aisle. I used to get a lot of Whoopi Goldberg films just to make just to feel. Right. What was that Whoopi Gold? What was the Whoopi Goldberg film where Sister she Act, was like? Act, she was jumping t- Flash. No, she, Jumpy Flash. Yeah, Jumpy Jack Flash. Yeah, yeah. Where she, she like the hacker was oh, talking about Flash the was a game. Great, 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 great film. Great film. Uh, anyway, long story short, is I went to, I we went to Tokyo Drift when I, when I was living with Ty and Brennan back in the day, and we start watching this. I'm like, this is a joke that we're watching this film right now. It's it's like watching a Tom Selleck movie. It's just just not going to be good. You know, it's not going to be good. Halfway through, I'm like, am I crazy or do I actually like the Fast and the Furious series right now because of this? Yes. Then 4 came out and it was like watching the like the veil had been pulled from my eyes. It was watching the series with a whole new outlook. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, boom, I get it. This four, is something that's huge. 4 is when, yeah, and when everybody got it at 4. Because 4 is what reinvigorated the series. When 4 was were, the only one with 3D that they didn't even continue because they were like, nobody this gives is huge. Nobody gives a shit about 3D. I know, and I'm saying it was dumb. Like even four I'm four was the one dumb. where you're like, oh, all right, they're back to the original thing, cool. And then you went and saw it. You're like, the oh, fact neat. that Han was in four is the only redeeming thing about it because that was like, oh crap, okay, this series is actually Han, a connected Han in two? thing. He's no. in three. Was you it? yourself have said three, three, so so everyone times. saw three. I saw no. three at midnight. I saw three, I saw three at a midnight release. No, because you you're a baby. You're a little baby. I went to the theaters and saw Fast and Furious, the first one. Uh huh. I saw two. I remember thinking this is the They played Rhino's music. I remember thinking that Fast and Furious 1 was so bad that I would never watch another Fast and Furious This is Furious back film. when you wore your monocle and were fat and went to film school and stuff? Yes. I loved yeah, it so much I bought the DVD when it came out. I was the guy from Monopoly. Uh, I love Jesse. Watched, they got to bring Jesse back. Two, and I was like, holy shit, why, why did I go back on my vow to never watch one of these He's things? Dead. <laughs> I, I should not have watched this film. It's deplorable. Then 3 came out. It was deplorable. amazing. Deplorable. 4 was brought it back. It elevated the series back to where it needs to be. No, that which was is at the five. level of greatness that it is today. Five is so good. Five is amazing. We Three is what reinvigorated the series. But no. Six. Oh, you gotta be careful with six. spoilers on six. Six. Some people haven't seen it yet. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil it. If you haven't seen it, you're a jack off. I Go fell asleep. See the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Greg hasn't finished six yet. All right, six. I know everything. To me, was Do the you? height of what the yeah. series can be. Five was great. But I still think I still put six a notch above that because they've perfected it at this point. Now they've perfected it. It's classic Coke now. No longer none of this like new, new Coke, Coke stuff. Mm. It's classic Coke now. Now they can just keep making them and I'll keep drinking them and getting fatter. So to the topic at hand, better being married or single? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Should we wrap it up? Sure. That was good. That was a good. Sure. That was a good. Uh, there we go four topics so yeah we have any wrap up on Eminem any bow to put on him What what's the deal with Eminem how many more albums can we expect from Mr. Marshall Mathers well this one's I mean he's gonna keep making albums but like this one is it's a big deal like a, there's a couple songs on it that people need to listen to because it really ties things together he kept saying he didn't want to just make sequels to every song 
This was a, a look back at where he's at isn't now. There, isn't there a stand two there or something? So here's the thing. There's not a stand two. Well, there is, but it's not called Stan 2. Is there, is there a song where you're Bad Guy? Slim but if you just listen to Bad Guy, slim you don't know it's Stan 2 until the very end. Spoilers. And it's mind-blowing. Like, the story he tells in that and, like, how that song ends, everyone should listen to it. Listen to Stan first and then listen to it. It's incredible. And it ends after that. There's a skit that starts right after the skit from Criminal where he, like, goes in and, like, mm-hmm. robs the bank and shoots. And it's like, thank you, and runs off. It's right after that. Damn, that nice. awesome. I don't even remember the skit. I like that. I like full circle. I'm sure you do. This podcast sure has come full circle, Greg Way. Thank you so much for joining us for the second episode of the Game Over Greggy Show. Remember, we post them every Monday for your enjoyment. And then spend that first hour it goes live in the comments. Nick, if people want to follow you on Twitter, you're Nick underscore Scarpino. At Nick underscore Scarpino. Well, yeah, they know the at part. At symbol. That's an ampersand. No, that's an at symbol. <laughs> Hashtag. Ampersand. <laughs> you, can you can number sign. Pound. On the Pound end. Nick Scarpino. <laughs> <laughs> Nine seven six Nick Scarpino. That is true. Follow me on Twitter. I I tweet occasionally. Tim Gettys is Tim Gettys. Yes. On Twitter, Colin Moriarty is no taxation. I'm Game Over Greggy. This show's named after me. And if you like it, please like, subscribe, and share it with your friends. Until next Monday, have a conversational week with all four of your friends, where you bring random topics to the table. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Rest in peace, Tim Allen.